0: On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, the dudes turn a nothing week of Star Wars news into something by riffing on some new 40th anniversary ESB collectibles and the latest Vader in Star Wars comics. Yes, they're actually reading, but they don't stop there. They discuss what Taika Waititi said at the Oscars about Star Wars, as well as what Ryan Johnson had to say about Tross while at the same event. They rap with a lesson in Star Wars clickbait and how they wish SWT did more of it, but they mostly talk junk about the recent Lucas returning to Star Wars rumors and finally of course they honor the SWT fan base with the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week please cue that music Did I just blow out your speakers because I feel like I blow out my lungs every time I do that, at least my throat. It's Matt and Nick, and we're back for a brand new primetime version of the Star Wars Time Show. Yay! How's it going, folks? Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hopefully there's some new ears listening to your bros on the Star Wars Time Show, because why not? We're awesome. Have you not gotten the word yet? Look at what is happening in 2020 with the Star Wars Time Show. We had our first damn near 2,000 download month. Things are trending well in February early, not even halfway in. And, you know, numbers aren't as good as January, but they're, they're not bad either. The, the point is, I think the universe has spoken. We have gone from the amoeba level, and we are graduating into an organism that almost has appendages and can multi walk. multicellular yeah. organism right. now we're we have there. two cells now now that I, I can't comment on how many of those are actually in our brains functional cells probably not many right <laughs> but we're growing and it's all because of the assholes right <laughs> our fans the loyal and we say contingent. that lovingly we do love you and we want you to encourage us to keep going keep sending us those dms all that fun stuff trust us it's some of the uh, more entertaining stuff we get into throughout the week, it's especially with these two bozos, uh, Spencer Bear and, and our buddy Greg, with the every week oh, with their man. top five shenanigans One. and inception stories on Instagram <laughs> that they get yes. into.
1: <laughs> One week I try. I promise, guys. Like if you, if you keep improving, <laughs> if you keep bringing your skills up, and there's a lot of people that are on our Instagram and that are big fans of the show that can give tips and tricks and everything. If the skills continue to improve, then there will be a top five in the future for both of you. I can't say when, but it is possible.
0: You heard it from the man himself. Remember, he is the keeper of the top five. I'm just the dummy that looks at the shots and goes,
1: ooh, those look pretty.
0: (laughs) And then I share them on our Instagram, so at Star Wars Time Show. But hey, that that segment's coming down down the pipe. Don't worry. Everyone's probably sitting around going, in between shows, Nick, right, they're like, what, what are they going to talk about next week? There's literally nothing going on in the land of Star Wars except a bunch of dumbass clickbait shit. Yep. But fear not. Nick and I will always have something to gab about. It may not be entertaining. We, we've never you know, put ourselves out there as being an entertaining Star Wars podcast. We just said it would be a more uncivilized Star Wars podcast. And I think so far we've paid off on that. Although... I don't think I've said fuck yet, <laughs> and that's a record. I, I typically drop the mother of all swears within the first minute or so of a new show, uh, but I'm trying to refrain from that, so no fucks for the next 10 fucking minutes, all right? <laughs> we have all right, buddy. To let's get into these friendly. topics, man. I mean— Obviously, things are a little light in terms of probably the uh, topics real Star Wars fans want to hear about, you know, people like you and me that just want to speculate and dream and wonder what's coming next on the silver screen from Star Wars, but thanks to our buddy Bob, uh, we can all go fuck ourselves for a while because we're not getting any movies. At this point, I don't even think we're going to get one in 2022. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, the tea leaves are not kind of uh, panning out the way Nick and I would like, so... Don't have a ton of movie stuff to get into today, but hopefully some of the topics you heard our lovely yet stupid announcer uh, discuss will interest you. And you never know. It's, it's Matt and Nick. You never know where Matt could drive the ship and how Nick will try to reel him back in back on topic. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's kind of our bread and butter. We may like, hit a tangents. rock
1: or two, but we'll make it. We'll make it through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So we, we always try to start with something new to collect or appreciate, right? Because, you know, in the end, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's almost impossible to also not be a collector of said Star Wars memorabilia and other dumb shit. Okay. So this week, we got our first look curf- courtesy of Yakface. I think one of his followers found this. If you're not familiar out there, if you are a Star Wars collector, uh, uh, uh. Excuse me. There's a good chance you've heard of Yak Face, the Yak Face forums. I, I've, I've known about Yak Face for years, even before I was doing Entertainment Buddha or Star Wars time. Uh, but this guy's kind of dedicated his life to blogging about Star Wars collectibles, in particular the ones you get from Hasbro. So he got a lead this week from some dude uh, that went to a Walmart in Chicago that some of the 40th anniversary Star Wars Black Series 6-inch figures... Are starting to drop. I'm not sure if they're leaking earlier or Walmart. You know, the guy couldn't read that day and he just <laughs> rolled out a fucking pallet and here we go. You got lucky. But Nick, we got our first shot of the Imperial probe droid. And when you look at it, it's kind of shocking his size. Cause remember, yeah. this is this is 112 scale. And that thing looks really fucking big. So, I, I, yep. at least for me, I guess I didn't realize how big these cocksuckers are.
1: Yeah, I was looking at it, too, and I was like, man, this is bigger than what I expected. And, like, we're only getting kind of a through-the-box shot of this of this new toy, the right, probe right. droid. But, like, it looks pretty detailed. Like, it looks like a really good representation of the ESB probe droid. And, I mean, shit, if you put this on the, its little stand and, like sit outside of your, you know, in your living room or putting it in your bedroom probably takes up a good bit of space. I mean, it does look pretty fucking big.
0: Yeah. I mean, it'll scale next to figures. I, I guess just when we're talking about a, a probe droid, the ones in Empire, I, I didn't realize that they were that hulking themselves. I yeah. Mean, uh, you probably did need Han and Chewie to take that fucker down.
1: Yeah. Because I like if you remember playing through uh, Fallen Order, like. Eventually when you get force pull you can kind of pull them towards you and if you kind of look at them next to Cal Kestis, and again we have no reference to how tall Cal Kestis is next to any of the other main characters there but they are pretty fucking big they're almost like the size of a human except maybe a little bit shorter probably i would say 5 foot tall or somewhere around there yeah i, I always like this droid too i mean it's it's it has such an empire aesthetic
0: i mean it looks like something they would make it looks like death right yeah i mean it, it just looks like it could fuck something up
1: yeah and then i mean if you if you just added a button on there that made that... <laughs> meow <sweise> <worenger> <coughs> ah, <zers> i love it yeah be perfect. That is, that is some good droid talk right there. Because <laughs> when I was little,
0: I I always used to think I, I understood what he was saying, and I almost think he does. Isn't he? Isn't he pretty much saying, Scanning the defenses, scaring the defenses, scaring the defenses." It could right? definitely, yeah, yeah. That or, could be, or
1: or am I on drugs already? I mean, you may have been a little high when you heard that. But I could see that being, you know, the the general message coming I, I, it's from just, Mr. Always, from...
0: I at least in my little kid brain, I always equate it to he's literally saying, Either I found the defenses or I'm scanning the defenses like yeah. a droid would use first person. Yeah,
1: yeah. It makes sense. I, I totally buy that. And then, like, if you look on the, the bottom, so we have two images here from Yak Face's Instagram Im- embedded on the post. Right, the and this is, like,
0: uh, I think we talked about this before or a few casts back, but because this is the 40th anniversary of Empire, which just coincides with my own 40th anniversary, yay. I love sharing anniversaries with Empire, <laughs> even though I don't think it's the best Star Wars movie. But, uh, yeah, so the, you're going to have the probe droid, but there's also going to be another set of these, as Nick was talking, if everyone remembers back, at least collectors to what 2017, when A New Hope got the 40th anniversary treatment, it too got a re-release of some Black Series figures, but they're on the huge card backs like you would have collected way back in the day, or still can yep. with the three and three quarter three and three quarter inch line. Uh, I'll tell you what, this Bespin Luke, buddy. Yeah, that's where it's at because <laughs> it's a re-release. But it was the the first, you know, the first uh, orange and bl- what was it? orange and blue waves of black series. So we're talking years ago. Yeah, and it was pre Hasbro getting their digital face paint tech. <laughs> And he looks, I mean, a lot of these old black series, if we be honest, he looks wonky and derpy as fuck.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like everything down to like the way that his hair is shaped. Are you looking at the
0: old version or this new version? I'm
1: looking at the new version from the shot that Yak Face has. The new version
0: is a thousand time
1: improvement over the old version. Oh, man.
0: Like the old version. He just I mean, all the old black series, if you look at their face. You're like, okay, that guy is Huff Paint <laughs> for too many years of his life. Yeah, yeah. Especially Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, he literally looks like he drank lead as a baby. <laughs> um, so we are getting some uh, re-releases. I don't know if there's going to be any new six-inch, but I- I'm not going to lie. I mean, th- this Luke looks a little little odd in the picture but it's such an improvement over what we have so just like the archive release of the Anakin from Sith was a uh, a mega improvement over the original this looks to be that way too but I think most of the other Empire figures dropping you're you're not gonna have to worry about if you're a diehard Black Series collector because you probably already have them in some form or another it's just are you gonna feel the pull and I get it I'm I used to be a really weird collector in terms of I would buy multiple of the same figures, so if I wanted to open one, I could and still keep one in the box, right? I mean, I th- Nick, I think I have triplets. Oh. Triplets, and this is going to shock you, triplets of the entire Phantom Menace, black or not Black Series, but the three and three-quarter inch figures.
1: Wow. I mean,
0: three three... this was still back when I was like, yeah, prequels, let's do it.
1: Yeah, when you were all in. So I
0: bought three, and here's the funny part. This is when I was poor in college, so actually it was tough to part with that money.
1: Still have never opened a goddamn one. (laughs) And you would figure, too, that you being in this toy photography community would at least crack open one set of those to, to do some posing. Oh, dude, the, <laughs> the, the three and three quarter inch collectors would probably
0: cream their jeans if they saw <laughs> some of the figures that I still have in box. And I'm not even talking about the prequel stuff. I'm talking the uh, orange from Kenner, the orange backs, the green backs, all these people. They'll, they'll know the language. I know I'm kind of talking over the head to some of you, but... I had a problem. I, I broke the not opening anything with Funko Pops, and now it's like, fuck it. I mean, these days, I struggle to even keep boxes anymore. The only boxes I am keeping are for my overpriced Star Wars Barbies, just because I feel compelled. If, I, if I'm going to spend two $300 on a Barbie, I might as well keep the box.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But, but I, everything I, I, else, <laughs> fuck it. it it's yeah.
0: going out in the trash. I there's, My little kid and other parents, I'm sure you can relate to this but the older they get they the more they take over your house oh, we no. i have one kid nick and i already feel like i need a bigger house oh no there's <laughs> oh, no, no plans to have any more <laughs> little space babies it's just i mean she has dominated the entire upstairs the only sanctuary i have left is star wars time hq
1: yeah i mean and once she gets down there i mean that is the treasure trove. oh she'll come down trust me <laughs> she comes
0: down here and it's instant tasmanian devil right to all my figures that are just laying out like, yeah yeah like she's playing with the joker yesterday with luke like oh, <laughs> like headbutting them together like you should Ugh. tell her it's like that's the same guy Mark <laughs> Hamill is the Joker yeah. and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, Anyways, collectors out there, this probe droid looks pretty cool. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll have a version in the, in the video version of this episode as well as in the uh, post shell that Nick punches up for those of you that listen through the site. Indeed. All right, so I, I guess you could call this collecting too, but Nick and I, we're, we're becoming quite the Star Wars comic book aficionados, if you will
1: yeah yeah i mean we've if both... you've
0: followed us throughout the year you know we've lamented the fact that we we've kind of pissed away some great uh, star wars novels other books but in particular the comic books because in the end let's be real even if you're a lazy asshole like i am and like nick sword is comic books are fucking pictures yeah I, i'm telling you right now now that i've gotten back into this it takes maybe what 10 minutes to get through a fucking star wars comic
1: oh yeah if that i mean you're talking 20 pages of content with maybe 50 words on a page and 50 words would be like the lengthy ones and you can you can slow it down if you're
0: like nick and i you know we're I, i would assume we're considered communist comic book reader collectors because we just do all digital yep But even on those platforms, you can slow it down a little bit by doing the the guided view. And it's still you're getting through it in in about 10 minutes. So Mm -hmm. we're assholes, right? We're we're fucking dickheads. I think we've established that. But we have followed through on our Star Wars time 2020 resolutions. And we're actually sticking with some of these new runs. I'm on the new Vader run, which I'm going to talk about now. That's kind of what this segment's on. Nick got into the Kylo Ren run. I'm also on that now, all cut up, ready for the new issue to release. If you're listening on Wednesday today, uh, but we're also on the, the Star Wars 2020 run. Yep. And I plan to. I don't know. I might dabble in the Bounty Hunter run coming up in March, and possibly the new Doctor Aphra run. Yeah. Moral of the story is we're getting in. We're jumping onto the new shit. I may because of how I am, and I love lore. Once I'm all caught up with this project and I'm waiting a month now, which is going to suck, right? We, we've kind of been spoiled right now because we were lazy. We let all these issues pile up. Then we could just download the volume and just consume it all. But now we're going to have to wait. So in that waiting time, I may go back and catch some of the S- Star Wars proper series I missed before this new jump in 2020. But dude, how great are these fucking little stories? Though?
1: I mean, it's just, it's the content that we need right now. I was talking to it one is, of my it friends. Is. It is.
0: As much as we've enjoyed what Disney has put out, the stories, hell, the story, the quarter of a story told in what I'm going to talk about in Darth Vader 1 2020 is already better to me in terms of canon, lore building, world building, fleshing characters out that you didn't really get their insights too much from the film. It's already better than what's been put out there.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, in even... terms of
0: moving pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah. In the, the the Star Wars proper 2020 run, within the first episode or the first book of that series, you see what, what Matt and I have been talking about over and over again when it comes to the original trilogy, like Luke tapping into the dark side of the Force. I mean, he blows up an entire squadron of X-Wings with just the Force right after they leave Bespin. Uh, like while he still has a fucking he doesn't even have his new hand yet he's just got some shit on his hand to stop it from bleeding like he is definitely like going down this this darker path and he's questioning his his you know right to be a Jedi and wondering if Luke and, or if uh, Yoda and Ben even want to train him anymore there's tons of great stories yeah. out there. I mean, that's the type of shit
0: you get. So kind of circling back to this actual topic. So Darth Vader, number one, 2020, just kicked off last week, uh, issue one. And I went through it, and I I guess I'm kind of making a pitch for our content, Nick, because why not? If we're going to put the effort into it, we might as well try to get other Star Wars fans into it. And this is a notice to all you motherfuckers already listened to the show. Where are you at? (laughs) Like, where are you at on this comic book coverage? We're sitting here, I'm I'm creating Star Wars content for you, because there's nothing else to give a shit about, like no movies to worry about, really nothing to talk about these days. I'm out here creating content, doing some cool shit. You know, this is from the original trilogy, the one that I think all of us can agree we don't fucking hate, or want to stab someone because they like it, Yeah. and nothing. I get 19 views on this, so here's the deal. I'm going to do these for the foreseeable future because I am a psycho. <laughs> I I literally have OCD when it comes to Star Wars time, content creation. I feel like I have to get the shit out there or I'm going to die. I'm being serious. Like, it's weird. I mean, I should have got the memo by now that people don't really give too many shits about my content. It's not like I'm blowing anything up. I think I've only had one video hit 250,000 views, and that was way back on the EB days. So... It's some of my fault, but it's like, come on, we're all Star Wars fans, get in this shit. At least watch it and tell me it sucks if I can make it better. But basically, with these new comics, my goal will be to release a video, not necessarily to read them to you, but to highlight moments I think are fucking top-notch, to highlight new canon that I think could be valuable to Star Wars fans, and as I do with pretty much anything new Star Wars, to look for some Easter eggs and shit that people like. Oh, I remember that. So that's kind of what I did with Vader Number One. Nick put the video out there. Uh, Nineteen of you losers watched it. So <laughs> again, fuck all of you. I hate you. Ah, uh, but here we go. So from this comic, Nick, two bit two canon things that I thought were interesting. Well, three. Okay. Vader, and th- this takes place post the events of Empire Strikes Back. So first off we get to see the iconic reveal through Vader's perspective. That's like page 1. Yeah. And we get to see his what he was thinking as he was taunting Luke with Luke's parentage. And he's sitting there thinking like, "Oh, yeah, he's strong, but he's weak. He's weak. Wait, he just he just he's so hyper focused on how could his son be this fucking weak and to Vader weak means he could sense Luke's emotions, caring, ties to family, uh, thinking about his dad, this, that, and the other thing, or hearing that Vader's his dad. And as Luke lets go, Vader, again, he respects that. He's like, oh, he's very strong, but he's weak. And that is what sends Vader on this the main mission of the comic. And I think, at least for the first few runs, he he wants to go down and kind of retrace Luke's steps from when he was born until he ran into him again. So he heads off with, I found it very interesting, with a little squadron of death troopers. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So that was neat. Vader's rolling with death troopers post ESB. He goes right to the Lars
1: homestead. And he's got to see it. I mean, like, th- that is when it's crispy already. It's already been. Oh, it's all, yeah, yeah. it's all burnt out because, yeah. you know, we're, we're a couple years
0: or maybe a year or two after you know Luke left and joined the rebellion but as he's there it's just as a fan you're like man this is this is kind of cool shit that's what i mean like Heavy. this is the type of stuff i'm going to highlight like anakin skywalker has returned to the home of his mother and her husband and you know his his stepbrother essentially and you know he he went right to the shop yeah and they're doing they're doing like uh Real-time shots of the shop, but then you can see Vader is thinking about his time when he was there after he killed the Sand People and had his rant to Padme. Uh, He's there with the droid. The droid picks up Luke's T-16 Skyhopper toy. So it's just shit like that. I'm like, it's just those little nuanced moments of, of canon. And in the end, does it matter that Vader went back to the Lars Homestead after Empire? Not really, right? But as a fan, it's just cool to think about and know that this is the shit Vader was doing in between Empire and what we see him doing in Jedi.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the type of canon, this is the type of storytelling that, like, we all wonder about. You know, me, you, Star Wars fans that are listening, because basically... Yeah, the, the original trilogy does a good job of kind of tying threads together between movies, but there, is, there are tons of events yeah, that happen. Yeah, another between. thing I saw, Nick, that I was like, oh,
0: really, that's interesting. Mas is still around during Empire Strikes Back
1: time. So what's going on there? I mean, like, what... Like,
0: he's still, like, one of the Emperor's main advisors, right? I mean, you remember Mas Amid, He's, like, the big purple guy yeah, that would flank from, uh, Palpatine. Yeah. So uh, that's another one, like... Okay, sure, it makes sense. Why not? I mean, it's, it's, it was a cool little thing. Like, okay, Masamita's still
1: around. I Who was the like, fuck knew? I thought it was just Palpatine and Vader. Because at the end of the... Do you see him at the end of... of, of I'm trying to remember the end of ROTS and
0: I mean, Yeah, he's, definitely he's up there, there. I believe he
1: announces, yeah. like,
0: hey, here's the fucking Emperor. And then he get, does this big Donald Trump MAGA rally shit. Yeah,
1: you know? exactly. So he's there when, like, the Emperor gives his, you know thunderous applause that's how you know exactly freedom well, my dies. point being yeah.
0: is like okay here's a guy that was an alien. prominently featured in the prequels yeah never see him in the original movies but thanks to the comics we know that he was still playing
1: a role within the emperor's cabinet if you will yeah and you know it's it's little shit like that and i mean that's kind of the the big points of these comics like reading the star wars 2020 run you can now, like, when these writers approach these new comics, they can insert things that have been made canon or that are now, you know, new bits of story and then interject those into the older storyline. So, like, in Star Wars 2020, they talk about, you know, um, Lando's time with the Falcon and, you know, how he's a good pilot and all this different stuff. And, like, it feels like they're filling in necessary gaps with information that has been newly presented to fans. So like stuff that came from solo. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's just great stuff. I mean, just to continue on with the Vader wrap this up, but of course he has a Vader moment. I mean, a, a band of pirates, they don't know who they're about to ambush. And he just casually rips their U wing out of the sky. Nice. Slashes it in half <laughs> and then chops the rest of them in half when they get out of it. It's just like, okay, it's, it's, it was like watching him swat a fucking fly. Yeah. So that's, you know, I, I have a hard on for Vader. So obviously I love that shit. Uh, he uncovers his mother's grave that's been buried in sand. Like he uses a force blast to just, you know, just little stupid shit that doesn't really add much, but it's like, all right, Vader, you can tell being here was torturing him. Yeah. You know, cause he kept having the flashbacks of, of his time there when he was there with Padme to find his mother dead. Uh, but then as it kind of ended, he, he heads to Coruscant, buddy. And, he goes to padme's apartment the one that was prominently featured in sith and episode yeah an episode yeah the one two, where some yeah. bad shit went down the one where she found out from obi-wan that her bow has probably gone rogue yeah uh, i even think anakin comes there post does he visit her post kid murder and he's like oh
1: hey it's no. cool i just got to go do something no he after right after the kids he goes straight to mustafar cuz okay, like he's he's like sitting but in, she in know, like she, can,
0: chambers, you so. can tell she knows something's fucking up. Yeah. Like even the music they're playing, it's, it's at like that. Oh, oh they're Getting yeah. ready to set up his turn, and she's sitting there like, oh no.
1: Yeah, it's oh, uh, it's Obi that goes to her, and he's like, I've seen. But a anyways, video so you kind of you kinda get to see that
0: apartment. They've erected a, a big statue of her face as like a block for the door. But of course, Vader just fucking force breaks that shit and gets in. But as the comic again, spoilers. I guess. I guess we should have said that before. But hey. If you're not that smart to just tune out <laughs> as we're talking about something, that's your problem. Uh, but so he's in her apartment. He's looking around trying to, you know, sniff some shit out. And literally a girl that looks just like Padme shows up behind him. Whoa. So people are wondering, like, is it is it one of her old essentially handmaidens? Yeah. I mean, which ones were left? I mean – was it Sa did Sabe get blown up in a- an attack of the clones, or was Cor- that one of the Corday. other
1: ones? I- Corday got blasted at the beginning okay. of attack and then Yes, I
0: think someone the, the one person who is not an asshole that did watch my comic book uh, breakdown on YouTube was sitting there like, That's Sabe, right? That's Sabe, right? So that's I'm just going with that. So- I believe
1: that's the one that Kira Knightley played, right? In the movie right. Sabe. So essentially they're
0: they're angling it to where they're they're probably going to mess with Vader's head because this girl looks just like... I mean, he even says Padme. Yeah. You tell like the dude is still like, fuck, if I could just get back to that life. But he's so far gone at this point, it, it's probably not going to matter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember, we're dealing with post... I just cut off my, my kid's hand, Vader. He's yeah. very determined to get his son to the dark side at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like how this... I haven't read the Vader comic yet, but having you know had the recap on your side just now and then reading the star wars 2021 it's very interesting how they kind of juxtapose the characters of luke and vader against each other star wars 2020 is very focused on Well, yeah because
0: i'm pretty sure your run and i'm gonna get on this one too but i'm pretty sure this is taking place after the battle of hoth right
1: yeah yeah it's taking so they are
0: it seems like they're trying to keep the the at least the main vader run the main star wars run it seems they're trying to keep the timeline somewhat lined up
1: yeah exactly because like after in the, the beginning of star wars 2020 that's what you see you see vader cutting his hand off and then basically all of the trauma that luke's going through from that like he he's he's dealing with the loss of his hand he's dealing with the fact that ben didn't answer to him when he was reaching out to him before he jumped down the the shaft he's dealing with the fact that you know since then he's only been able to think about like why didn't anybody tell me that my father was vader okay so they're literally
0: stuff. mirroring each other then, yeah because yeah. like i said in your comic or i guess i could just open it you're probably seeing luke's point of view still right yes yes 100 where in mine you're seeing that red hue and vader's basically taunting
1: yeah, it's it's still Luke's point of view, and like he's just seeing like his hand being chopped off, and the saber falling down the shaft, and hearing you know this is your destiny, and I am your father, and all these those those things that Vader was saying to him, trying to coax him over and and really fuck with his head, are just are just percolating up there, and he so can't really. So, are you
0: getting? Are you kind of getting Luke's it at that point? Like I was getting Vader's where, yeah, Vader's saying his dialogue, but then within the comic, I was getting bubbles that was essentially explaining what he was saying in his own head.
1: Yeah, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that. And then there's also a lot of like the dark side is really starting to show itself in Luke, like in a prominent way. So I mean, we're we're not gonna do a proper review of Star Wars 2020 number one because it's already. I mean, number two is already out and three's on its way.
0: Yeah, we're 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 not that <laughs> big of jerk offs. Right? Yeah, so we're not gonna we're uh, not gonna sit here and talk about shit that's uh, that's a month old. Yeah, like back to yeah, movies. we're just excited. Okay, yeah. give us a
1: fucking break. We just got into this shit and realized how dumb we yeah, were to be ignoring this type of content. But like. So the, the the entire story from the, you know, a quick overview from the from the Star Wars 2020 side is that you, you're now with Luke, Leia, Chewbacca, the droids and Lu- and and Lando and they're trying to, you know, basically get, you know, get Luke back to the fleet and they run into a blockade. Like they run into an Imperial blockade that's essentially just shelling this, this one of the entire uh, all right, sectors all right. i don't want to like, hear too much more i'm yeah. starting to i'm spoiling it for myself <laughs> but yeah i mean it's really good and oh, it's point, cool like, so i'm yeah. assuming
0: we're probably gonna get some shit where we may see some of the planning for the han heist yeah exactly exactly uh, you know leading. how they got back to the rebel alliance and basically you know, like hey we're, we're gonna peace out
1: pretty much your all-stars we're immediately leaving again yeah to
0: go look for our buddy
1: so that's that's where it's leading i mean we're all probably right. gonna get some, I mean, this hasn't been mentioned, but like in this run, you're probably going to see when he builds the green lightsaber because that's something that Luke is very upset about. Is he lost the lightsaber so, and all this stuff?
0: You get yours through Marvel
1: yeah. Unlimited, yes. Marvel, yeah. Did you Marvel just Comical. do
0: like the like in Comicsology? I'm, I'm assuming it's all the same. Did you just do like the subscribe option where it just auto fucking
1: buys and downloads, or do you manually do it? I manually do it, I just yeah, I do it for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm gotta, too dumb, I would forget. So this way it just button. it
0: emails me and it's like, knock knock, hey idiot. New here's Star your, Wars shit. Yeah, here's your comic
1: for you. Yeah. You don't even have Here to do go. anything. Fucking. <laughs> dumbass no short-term memory (laughs) loser but i mean both of these runs are really good this the rise of kylo ren run is really good you're gonna get dude
0: yeah like i said i caught up on that so i'm with you and i can't i actually i bet the new one will download tonight at midnight yeah
1: exactly that'll be out tomorrow so you'll likely get the review right nickel review and i'll
0: probably do like a video angle yeah so similar to the vader deal so if that shit interests you
1: watch it you motherfuckers yeah. please and look like matt said he's not putting out content to say that he's perfect and there's no critiques to be had if you watch it and you think that it could be improved in some way leave a comment tell him what your feedback is we're or, always or open just to be like dude
0: the shit's stupid we don't give a fuck we yeah. we only come here to listen to you uh, blow us and suck our dicks about our toy photography. Yeah, bitch
1: about the prequels and then go through the right. top five. That's all I yeah, care
0: th- <laughs> If that's what you want, I guess we'll just start doing the top 100 every week.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll get this bitch popping off, you know? Everyone will be like, ooh, I want to hear me. I, I hear made me. it. I made the top 100. That's, <laughs> why, that's why I love people like Greg, and Spencer, and Jesse. Like Jesse, like I said, he even... Th- this is how intense he listens and i knew this and i did this this test last week remember i said i can talk to him through the show yeah i did it and lo and behold got a message this weekend of the timestamp, him cracking up and saying you you, you you know basically like you know that's right <laughs> so i fucking love that shit i mean that's fantastic that's what i want i want that type of community we're all here just fucking hang out talk and I'm glad we can somewhat entertain. I mean, it's it's mind-boggling to me that some of you actually get entertainment out of listening to my unhinged self <laughs> at times. And sometimes Nick's too docile ass sometimes. I, I, so. I get a little too into the weeds sometimes, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You got, you got to love Nick, though, man. He's just so even fucking keeled. The only time he gets ramped up is when he and i have our very rare disagreements about shit
1: Yeah. It's the only time i can get this guy to like get a little <laughs> get a little hate into him i can't do it man i got to maintain the balance he recites the yoda right yeah the, Anger f- leads.
0: what is it anger leads to hate or something yeah
1: no hate hate leads, leads to anger. anger anger leads to suffering
0: to... i fucked yeah. it up i yeah. suck i'm stupid i got it's it i have anyways.
1: the i have the little the little you know what is it the um from what's it called the holocron from galaxy's edge and i'm pretty sure yoda's in this one
0: oh he's he spews it
1: yeah but i don't have that crystal in it right now right now i have Luke. let's see what he says yeah he's not saying anything right now (laughs) hey yoda you drunk here let's see you you got the hobo version of yoda the jedi romanticized deified that sounds like fucking look at the Jedi days. Master Luke.
0: The legacy of the Jedi is failure.
1: Yep, that was that's Jedi Master Luke. So that's not the Yoda crystal, but Yoda's, Yoda's green. I got the blue one in there now. But that yeah, i get I'm going little... there and uh, shit. It's coming up on probably about four weeks. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have that fucking complete drop of dollars like I had when you go. <laughs> like yeah, you're... and I'm only going one day, and I bet I rival what you spend. Oh bro, it's, it's, just get it's ready. It's called little. It's called little kid. Two two hundred and fifty dollars for your lightsaber belt. Oh yeah, yeah. Get I mean, ready that, for that.
0: Forgotten yeah. Definitely. I hope
1: you. I hope you have your. You know they're fast picked. passing the Falcon now. Though, yeah, right? they are because Rise of the Resistance is open, and apparently my friend went from work. She said that. You had to. they wouldn't even let you get on it. They were like, oh, you didn't book an appointment to get on this ride? Sorry, you can't come. <laughs> oh, so Falcon, it's basically fast pass only, so it's useless. No, no, Rise of the Resistance. You can't get oh, on Oh, yeah, it.
0: yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've been hearing that we're probably going to have to get to the park around 6 in the morning.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And as soon as they let you in, you just fucking
1: log in and try to get a group boarding pass. Exactly. For the Falcon, though... The Falcon, you there's the standard line and there's the Fast Pass line, so you shouldn't yeah, have a problem I, I hope, there.
0: It sounds like the Fast Pass might be fucking it up.
1: Oh, dude, the Falcon is is really good. I don't know. I don't know how the. Pa- well, you were telling me was.
0: that even without a Fast Pass, you were still it was, it was maybe like 50 hour. minutes.
1: Yeah, like 50 minutes to an hour was the average wait time and, depending and on I, the I time you so. go. Like,
0: all right, uh, sounds about right. I mean, I, there was fuckers waiting two hours for Toy Story when I was there last year.
1: Yeah, dude, like. I will say before you get in there, get the download the Disney Play app or whatever it's called, like the Disney something. Like yeah, yeah, the thing that you basically augment reality yourself yeah, into the world. You you can interact. So like in the Falcon line, once it's set, like once it picks up that you're there. You can, like, do a mission and, like, scan all the QR codes that are on, like, certain things in the line. Like, it's super interactive. Right. So, do that. But, yeah, I mean. I don't
0: know. I, I mean, we're, we're planning on putting in a full day, so we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Holocron will cost you 50 we're bucks. We're definitely not
0: get. We, we didn't get the cantina.
1: Cantina's not worth it, especially if you got the kid, dude. Like, the canteen. I, I know, but come on, I still want to get. I there. know, yeah, yeah. I it doesn't it. matter,
0: dude. I, I, I'm, I'm doing that. That shit. We should almost pull that up real quick. That the fucking it, the super immersive thing. The the
1: halcyon. Oh yeah, yeah. The the halcyon. Didn't, didn't we have something in general? Yeah, it was like a. Yeah, there we go. Dis, Disney posted a video on it. Sometime. Yeah. So
0: basically, they said they're gonna start taking reservations for this motherfucker. Later this year because it's going to open in 2021 already at yeah. Walt Disney World, and it's
1: going to cost. So the way that the Halcyon works is, um, it's it's going to be a Star Wars exclusive experience. So you're you, what you're paying for the Halcyon experience oh, yeah. is does not include a Disney park pass. You only get to do the the actual Galactic Star Cruiser hotel. Yeah, you're,
0: you're essentially staying on a fucking battleship yeah
1: on on a on a star cruiser everything is like the way wi- you look out the window
0: you're you're in fucking space man. yeah i mean you when you show up you tr- get dropped off in a terminal with quotes around it
1: yeah and and the way that it's set up is like if you've seen if i don't know if anybody here has watched avenue five on on um, i've been thinking HBO. about is it good but i mean it's actually pretty funny yeah but it's a it seems like it's a similar experience on avenue five except that, you know that's set in real space right. whatever but like I've been you are
0: the outsider that shit's fucking crazy
1: interesting I might have to check it out but i mean this thing is literally like you're on the star cruiser then you take a shuttle to galaxy's edge and then you go back to the star cruiser and there's a shit ton of stuff for you to and do and he's
0: not talking like a bus he's talking like a fucking
1: shuttle yeah like an actual like it looks like a fucking shuttle that would come out of the spaceship and it's <laughs> it's a pretty penny though um, nobody's, there hasn't been an official pricing list released yet, but there's reports that it could cost up to $3,300 for a room for a two night stay. It is a yeah. maximum two night
0: deal. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, man, that that's all you can do. Like, yeah. They're only letting people do two nights. That's, that's it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I still want to do it because the level of immersion that they're talking oh, about for, here dude, is I, just, I mean,
0: this is what I thought they were initially doing. I didn't know they were going to piecemeal it, but this is what I have always expected. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that I'm going to get this day, you know, just to kind of get out of my system. I already feel like a douche for not going. <laughs> I do. It's like, I, I mean, my fucking sister or mom, they've been they're there, their opening day of rise of resistance and got on. That is lucky. Like, like that type of luck. And I mark my fucking words, mark them down. Okay. No way in hell I'm getting on that ride.
1: Yeah, you really, I mean... what We you, could be there at 4 a.m. I'm not getting on that ride. I mean, so what day are you going to be
0: there? I don't know. It's like a Monday or something, yeah. but it's in March. So it's it's in one of your shit months. I mean, Nick's like a... He's like a
1: idiot savant at
0: <laughs> Disney travel. You may almost. be...
1: As long as you're not in the spring break crowd that's what i
0: mean it, yeah. who knows spring break these days is deal because that's when i'm going on my spring break because yeah i'm a fucking lazy ass college teacher uh we get we get so many breaks i love it
1: but i think you may be okay like if you get there early you may be okay and as long as you have that app up dude you'll 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 yeah. you'll be able to get it i think, you, I, I think i'm just you, saying you
0: know i'm so pessimistic <laughs> i mean there's no
1: such thing
0: of a glass that can be too empty for me.
1: Dude, even if you don't though because I mean my experience there was fantastic I mean, and it wasn't you're even You're normal. <laughs> you
0: are normal. Like yeah. this isn't even a show. Like I am fucking nuts. Like if I go to Galaxy's Edge for the first time and I don't feel like I experienced everything, it's it's over.
1: Yeah. Dude, you it it, it won't it won't it won't uh, end well. What you need to do is because if you're walking with Charlie, they will interact with you. Like the people walking around. Oh like the yeah, Star I, I've Troopers, seen this video. Kylo And
0: everything. The, the YouTube algo throws it up at me all the all the time. It's this little girl has become almost famous because of interactions with Ray, and it's because her first interaction she made that the actress break yeah. character, because she's essentially just commonplace. Like, oh yeah, I just I took a shit. she didn't say it but she said she's talking about like her poop and and bathroom shit yeah and and the ray actress just loses it so bad that she has to go behind the scenes and fucking calm down oh my god Uh, but but then they have a reunion and now they're like best friends and getting almost a million views on their videos oh dude you you just gotta dress charlie up as something i i I, will see here's the deal though i i can already see it You know she's almost four, so she's starting to fully develop a personality now. Like I can see the traits kicking in, and and who she's gonna be at least in this early part in life. And unfortunately, I think she has my uh, timidness. Really? Uh, Yeah, like it's a clear shyness when it comes to new situations. And who knows? Maybe she'll warm up. But I mean,
1: maybe if like, cause she's gonna be so immersed. Like, I was immersed as a fully functional human oh, male. I mean, <laughs> last
0: year, all she did was the basic shit they did at Hollywood Studios or whatever, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Uh, where they do, like, the, the the show up on the stage where they roll out the characters and shoot mm-hmm. off some fireworks. I yeah. Mean, it's some of the best video I have of my little girl because she... The it's Chewbacca. Pure joy. Right. Yeah, like oh, it's Chewbacca, like so serious
1: and like, holy shit, dad, dude, this is fucking real. Dude, when she gets in Galaxy's Edge, like I don't, she, like her mind is going to explode. I'll probably fall over and cry. I'm (laughs) probably just going to be in pieces all
0: day just watching her. Yeah. I mean, even tonight, she's just up there sitting at the Lego table playing with the Cloud City set still. (laughs) Bro. We're talking weeks and weeks for a th- almost four year old to be stuck on something that long. They usually bounce from shit to shit to shit like a cat.
1: Yeah, dude, it's going to be crazy because the first as you walk in, you you got about call it 50 yards of just like looking at shit before you hit the first spot where the characters are. And that first area is where Chewbacca is. That's where oh,
0: well, Ray I, Mills is. I just around. hope I can chill the fuck out after I know for a fact I'm gonna get denied rise you know, rise of the resistance. Dude, so just, you gotta think about where my mindset's gonna be. I'll probably be up the whole night giving myself diarrhea, <laughs> all nervous about are we gonna get on? No we're not. Are we no. You know we're not, you loser. I mean that that's that's gonna be the conversation in my head. Dude, it's okay. And then though. getting there, I'm gonna make everyone else miserable because I'm <laughs> miserable. So I'm gonna feel like you all have to fucking suffer with me. I think so that, then I'm just gonna start being mean <laughs> and be like, we're not gonna get it. Hurry up. Let's go. And then when we get in and we don't get it, I'll be prepared for that loss. <laughs> but it's still gonna suck. So my my walking in is not gonna be all rosy like yours again because I'm not normal.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that being said. You do have that extra stress of like trying to get that boarding pass. I it, it wasn't even open for me. It, it, it's definitely going to give me the shits. Yeah, but but here's so, the thing: I'll
0: probably spend the first half of my day in hopefully some Star Wars theme looking shitter because at least <laughs> I'll have that. The
1: the the Falcon ride is the best ride I've ever ridden in Disney, period. And everybody's saying that Rise of the Resistance is better than that, but the the falcon ride is so interactive and so fun that you can ride it 5 times in a row and you wouldn't get tired of it like it, there's just so much fun shit to do and then like you if you're like me when you go into that saber room to like build your lightsaber your custom saber it's going to be like a like a religious experience
0: yeah i'm i really want to bring charlie but Are i also sh- don't want to Teaser because she's not fucking getting a saber. I mean, the motherfucker just broke my Darth Maul master effects like two weeks ago.
1: Really? You can buy, they have like the cheaper, well, not like when you're doing the build, but like when you get out, like there's a shop that's right up there.
0: She's gonna be sitting there like, I wanna do it, I wanna do it. Come on, daddy, let me do it. I wanna do it too, I wanna do it too. Where's mine, where's mine? Yeah.
1: It's like, no, kid, you don't get a $200. But I want
0: her to be a part of that experience because, like you said, and even the video you said, it's like, yeah, I mean, I think she would be amazed. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but I also feel like I'd essentially be taunting her, like, haha, I'm getting. Daddy's getting a lightsaber. You're not."
1: See, the thing that she would like though is the droid build. Like I that's. Think, I think we ever signed up for that. Yeah, droid builds fun because it's like you can literally let her pick whatever the fuck she wants. Because it's you're just sitting in front of a conveyor belt. And you just have to pick up the pieces oh, that you can. I look guarantee cool. she'll, she'll look at it and be like, oh, Daddy, you do it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a pretty fun little experience. And then, I mean, I,
0: I I don't know. She basically has me trained now that when we get home, I just follow her and pick up her shoes and jacket because she just walks in like a diva and takes it <laughs> off wherever the
1: fuck she feels <laughs> like it now. <laughs> Oh, I just man. look at her like
0: you motherfucker,
1: but you just gotta, and it's my fault. I mean, it's daddy's fault. And then when you, when you and, and, and mommy are there, you got to find that there's a little, no, there's like the big cantina. There's, there's two cantinas. There's like the Ogus cantina, which you have to book for, but then there's yeah, just we're not, like, not getting into that. No, There's the regular one though. That's like the quick service dining thing. You can go, you can walk right up there and the inside's super cool. The food is really fucking good. But then around the back, where they have the the first order lander, there's a little bar that serves blue and green milk, and they're both alcoholic. There we go. <laughs> I am gonna say, as long as I can get some gimmicky shit like bantha
0: balls or whatever. Oh yeah, all, be all the shit's
1: go. got names, dude. It's all yeah. got names. And
0: it probably still looks like grade D fucking rubber meat bullshit,
1: dude. The actually, I got. it was essentially a pot roast from the star wars like from the cantina the easy one where you can sit down and eat and it was like the best food that i had in disney they call it like womp rat ass something like that it was something weird dude i can't remember if it was like i think it might have been like dewback you know stew or some shit back pie i mean it's but yeah get the cow patty Get the blue milk. The blue milk is rum, if you get it alcohol, and then the green milk is tequila. So you can get a little litty if you're out there. Get a little Ugh. tipsy.
0: <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm sure I'll bring something to ensure I have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. So, um, yeah. Did we are we still doing a show?
1: Yeah, we were. We kind of got off topic here a little bit, but you know what? For those of you who are looking to get on the uh, on the Halcyon on the the Galactic Star Cruiser run, that's 2021. And yeah, then, be on
0: the lookout. I mean, yeah. it, once they announce signups, I might not put it out there right away because I'm gonna want to get on that list.
1: Yeah. So and also gird your wallet because that shit's gonna cost a lot of money. I, I I mean in my head I just I see six thousand dollars for some reason. It's I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a per person thing or if it's like just like a family. Well, I mean that article they broke it out. They're like, you're looking
0: at at least six fifty, six sixty a head per night. Yeah.
1: So per person.
0: So like you know if you if you have a room of four or five, it's like okay.
1: Yeah, it's it's. it's You know Disney's not
0: letting you sneak people in.
1: No, no, and I don't think they have a free kid policy like other places do. Fuck
0: no. Fuck no. So,
1: I just I mean eating whatever, I'm sure that's not included. So, I'm I'm I've got about 6Gs in my head. Yeah. So just get ready for that stuff. But yeah. Back on to right, our so, original um, topics. Yeah,
0: we'll, well, let's come on, Star Wars time. Train back on the track, motherfucker. Here we <laughs> go. All right. So, Tyka, first and foremost, congrats on the Oscar, my friend.
1: Yes, that was impressive one. Job
0: well done. If you all have not seen Jojo Rabbit yet, I highly recommend checking it out. I believe you can get it on Vudu at this point in time, which I also recommend just getting into. There's really no reason to go out and buy physical 4Ks, Blu-rays, whatever anymore. There's not. Just stop it, my friend.
1: I already have my Rise of Skywalker pre-ordered on Vudu. There we go.
0: Yeah. Hey, do you do you get the emails from them still where they remind you to do that so you can get three dollars? Yep. yep. Where the fuck it. are mine? <laughs> I don't know. Did you uh, are they spammed? Dude, they I, I'm starting. I was, I just, you know, obviously I forgot about. It's not like I sit here like, oh shit, when's Voodoo gonna try to scam me into spending more money? But I truly miss it now because pretty much, as you just revealed, if you go with Voodoo and you pre-order, you essentially just get three dollars credit for next yeah, time. Free. So, yeah, free, after Yeah, after a few few movies, you're getting one for free, and they used to send you an email for every time a new big movie came out. that would have that deal, and I don't get them anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember opting out
1: of anything. I'm just like, I, I thought it ended. No, yeah, I still get them. So I don't, I don't know what Fuck happened. Maybe dude, you might. I've, I've probably lost at least thirty dollars. Jeez, but yeah, it might have <laughs> dropped into your spam, but anyway. Yeah, so Jojo Rabbit, watch it, it's fucking
0: hilarious, and it's it's like, uh, I think if you ever truly want to know the mind of Taika Waititi, that, that's a pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that,
1: that movie represents it very well. Right, even
0: though he didn't truly write it, I mean, he adapted it, but it's just shit. It's yeah, fantastic. it takes a stuff. special anyways, mind to make that. Because he was at the Oscars, obviously people wanted to talk to him, and when you get guys like this on camera, and they've been involved with Star Wars, or recently, rumoredly linked to Star Wars projects, they're going to get asked about it. So, E.T. asked Mr. Watiti about this news, and... You know, honestly, Nick, I don't know if you watched the clip, but it's not like he just came out and said, are you fucking serious? There's no fucking way. In his face, you could tell he was being sincere. I mean, he, he did the very Hollywood thing. It was a very coy brush-off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, what does approach yeah. even mean? And there we go. He's he like, I've seen Star the
1: Wars. Side. You know, he, right. he did. He played it very, very sly. He did not in any way make it seem like, you know, he there was something happening or there wasn't something happening, but you know, it's, it was just one of those things where like, you know, this guy just wins a fucking Oscar literal wins an Oscar for best adapted screenplay. And one of the first questions he's asked right after he wins is, are you going to make star Wars? Like regardless of what you think about this, this star Wars and how it is now, it is a cultural phenomenon in that sense. It is Everyone, at least, has heard of the
0: term star Wars. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, think about that. It's, it's fucking crazy. It really is a part of the culture. It's, it's part of this few generations, just storytelling. And if we don't fuck everything up and there are people a few hundred years from now, they will be studying it just like we studied shit from back when men first started and women first started telling stories. Yeah, exactly. Like the Iliad, shit like that. That's what Star Wars will be. Yeah,
1: I mean it is. Like a... these fucking
0: assholes talked about space and fucking wizards and laser swords.
1: Yeah, it's like this is look how you know look how special effects. What's that? There's that
0: one movie I think about dragons. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was Bale and McConaughey are in it or just one oh, of them. Oh yeah, that's Reign of Fire. But it, it's like, it, I felt like it was future apocalypse type type of shit. And they're literally, weren't they reenacting like Star, Star Wars, Wars as yeah. if it was a play? Yeah. Like yeah. we do for Shakespeare?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was in Reign of Fire. Yeah. And, beca- <laughs> you know, movies are fucking real. So that's going to happen. So, I mean, it is. It's it is it's interesting. And, and for a guy like this, Taika, I mean, he clearly has already shown an interest in Star Wars projects by doing well, Mandalorian yeah, And He's and, good at it, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's really good at it. So um i mean we I talked mean, everyone about liked this.
0: episode eight of, of mando correct i mean it was one of the better ones yeah. that was his and everyone loved ig11 i mean hell shed a tear for him yeah
1: that's him that was taika himself so
0: just voicing it though but even through his voice and even though it was a robot monotone voice he still provided emotion somehow yeah i mean i the guys <laughs> magic i mean according to greg who lives down under, I, I think is is Taika from Australia He's or New, New Zealand, Z- New Zealand, I believe. Yeah. But the, I mean, they're, they're, they're fairly close to each other, right?
1: Yes, they are relatively close. Uh,
0: apparently Greg has uh, down da- the word down there. At least he has someone told him this on source, whatever, you know, take it for what it is. But this, this is pretty much a done
1: deal. This is a done deal. Yeah. So what you're and, saying, and they is may that try to, they may try to bring it down there. I mean that that would be interesting. There's a lot of fucking you know different types of locales in Australia. I mean fucking a,
0: probably to me the most beautiful film, the 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 most beautiful uh, fantasy tale, whatever, not sci-fi, fantasy tale captured on film is Lord Lord of the the Rings. Rings. And that was all in New Zealand. That was yeah. I mean it's like Jesus Christ. It it is Middle Earth on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, that place is majestic as fuck i would love to go to new zealand but anymore i'm scared to go anywhere i don't want to fucking go
1: anywhere <laughs> yeah it's like i don't i don't want to fucking fly i definitely don't want to leave
0: the country i mean you never know what the fuck's gonna happen
1: here let alone yeah what's going on coronavirus everybody could be dead in three oh, fuck weeks that dude i mean do you <laughs>
0: see this this shit today with that virus there's a motherfucker cruise ship
1: out there floating around just spreading it left and right yeah i saw that um, like everywhere it's so fucking disgusting. Anyway, if we all survive long enough, I really do think that it's like a <laughs> knockout. Like it, It's a home run for this guy to direct a live-action Star Wars yes. movie. Like, I, Ke- I'd give him a fucking
0: trilogy at this yeah. point.
1: Kevin Feige is, is on the Star Wars train now. Kevin Feige and that, and that, Yeah, that's the Tyka, other thing. I mean, like, they, we know it, they work.
0: I know they, they've still played off this Kevin thing. Like, oh, hey, yeah, whatever. Just calm it over. Maybe a project. There's no fucking way. I mean, I've heard I've I've read stories where Feige, like his real passion is Star Wars, like the fucking Marvel thing. He's like, yeah, I'll do it because what the fuck? Who is allowed to just do Star Wars? I mean, that was back when he was starting the MCU. George still owned the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It was not not like George
1: was letting anyone play. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's hard so, to be... So, the point is,
0: Feige, Feige's not going to be here for just a fucking project.
1: No, no. Like, if you bring over Kevin Feige from the Marvel MCU universe, like, you're not going to say, hey, Kevin Feige, you can come over here and do two movies, and then you can go back to do whatever you want to do over there. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> and, and this is going to suck and maybe piss Marvel people off, but it shouldn't.
0: He's... He's planted the model over there. Like, I, I don't know how they could fuck it up at this
1: point. Yeah, I mean, you're three phases into the MCU. He's
0: got to have a protege or someone that's almost like his felony just like, you know, Dave was to George. Yeah. To where he could literally be like, hey, bro, I've set this up for you. You're you're going to make maybe yourself personally close to half a billion dollars. Just roll with it. You know? Yeah. Call me if you need a few notes here or there. I'm going to go do it with Star Wars and make another couple billion. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's, it's, it's a home run for these two to hook up again and, and start Star Wars off the right way whenever it comes back to the theaters. Um, I mean, would we- you want Taika to do
0: something way, way in the past, like even pre-High Republic? Like, Would, would he be a fit for the tour pretend thing we were going to get? Or would you want know, him man. doing more something like Ryan might ever not do?
1: yeah i feel like if i feel like taika kind of needs his own thing i really do do because it's so his style is so different and like you you would watch jojo or you would watch you know thor ragnarok and you would be like man is does his film style translate over well into star wars film and that's why I would kind of shy away from giving him something in the standard timeline. Like, let him play. If you're gonna, if you're gonna give Taika a movie, like, let him have a playground. Don't just say like, "Hey." Oh yeah. I, I mean, know. I
0: I envisioned he had some say in Episode Eight. I don't know if he got to write it at all, but I, he obviously directed it, so he had control over how it was gonna look, at least. Yeah. And I think he nails it in that type of setting where. It's it's familiar, but we're dealing with the unfamiliar still. I mean, yeah. it's not going to be in season
1: two, and I mean he did he did a fucking bang up job. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like for me, Old Republic. I, just, I, mean, like-
0: reme- I mean, the opening sequence with those two dopes. <laughs> he made a baby getting beat funny just to start. Punched- bunched and then to- ig and baby yoda's charge into town could be one of the greatest action sequences in all of star wars yeah I mean, just hearing that baby coo and giggle and have a great time as just murder is going on around them. i mean it's
1: just like yeah like those little moments like those were two bigger moments of humor but even at the end where it was like carl was sitting there talking to the baby, it's like do the magic hand thing baby yeah like, yeah yeah little right. and then shit he waves like at him he's like he- yeah, like little shit like that is, is where Taika just elevates storytelling.
0: I, yeah, I agree. It's not even direct humor, but it's the way he does it that makes shit funny as hell.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a home run. I think you give him his own his own sandbox to play in, and and you see what he comes up with. And you just have to be okay. Like, I think if you ever have an opportunity to step away from what you would consider the typical Star Wars formula— now is the time to do it, and I'm not saying that you just, just don't do it if Skywalkers are involved. Yeah, yeah, apparently
0: so. Okay, that uh, experiment did not go well for one. Minute. I mean, it did. It's still a highly rated and made a lot of oh, money. Oh yeah,
1: I, and then look what he like. He was able to spin that off into fucking a right, very so, successful. I mean, yeah, post-curve. within the fandom, it definitely fucks people yeah. up. But. Now's your opportunity. I'm not saying that you just comp- like turn Star Wars into a fuck comedy movie, but like you now have the opportunity to kind of test new things out or try out different styles and not necessarily have to be, you know, completely focused on the, the style that George kind of set forth in the original trilogy. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Ah, George, Georgie boy.
0: Well, I mean, we we already kind of threw his name out there, but he's the centerpiece of our our next little segment, and that is Mr. Ryan Johnson, who who was at the Oscars, and that's kind of why we're going to talk about him. His uh, he did not win for wh- he was up for OG best, screenplay, yeah, right? yeah, best
1: original screenplay,
0: uh, but he lost to the to the Slayer Parasite. <clears throat> did you see Parasite? No. Okay, have so not. we can't talk. All right, <laughs> uh, it is really good. I don't know. I mean, I was obviously a, a Joker homeboy. I, to me, Joker should have won anything and everything. But I can also see why Parasite got what it got. It's
1: it's a good movie. I'll check it out.
0: One that you you clearly like. If you just even look at the poster, you really have no idea what to expect. Then when it gets into it, you're like, whoa! All right. Okay. I get down with this, but, anyways, Johnson was there. He didn't win. I'm I'm sure some of you are just super thrilled with that because you hate this guy's fucking guts. But he finally uh, went on record and kind of gave his opinion of the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, obviously, we're humans. We we want to know what he thought about it. He he had a clear contribution to this trilogy, uh, not as big as JJ at this point, but I mean, he provided the center film. Uh, typically a key film in trilogies. It doesn't quite resolve anything, but it funnels the threads towards their final destination. And uh, clearly we know how that worked out. And the the storytelling model that Lucasfilm adopted for this (laughs) trilogy, which was, uh, as Nick and I have almost given a college-level course on, was just fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, made no sense. But anyways... Uh, they, the MTV got him on record to kind of talk about it, and, and who knows? I mean, I, you don't know how much of this is just being a diplomat or just true Star Wars fandom. And I, I do believe deep, deep down, the man was a Star Wars fan first, and then he kind of got to play in it. And who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't want to tell their own story? And it's a shame that it kind of fucking blew up the fandom, but whatever. We're hopefully going to move past that in the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> but he he was real positive, dude. I mean, he he said, I had a blast, man. Made me so proud. and Seeing the heart and soul that J.J. put into it and seeing my friends who were in the movie just, like, bring the whole thing to a conclusion. Yeah, for me, as a Star Wars
1: fan, it was a really special experience. I... I buy it on a certain level. Like I do. I really do think that Ryan was prob- from, from Ryan, the fan. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yes. Like Ryan was probably able to remove himself as a star Wars filmmaker, watch it as a fan and say like, man, I really enjoyed that. And that's something that most of us will never have to deal with in our life is saying that, okay, no, I can't but look at it, this but as a creator in
0: our regards, Nick we've all essentially done the same thing with this movie where, I mean, you and I started our review of it way back in December. Like, you know, the first hour is kind of rough. I mean, that, that is not a statement you say about fantastically made movies. Yeah. Yeah. You typically don't say, well, the first hour's wonky, too fast, skips shit, a lot of glossing over. I mean, those aren't glowing terms used for excellence in, and storytelling on film. Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of what we're getting here, where it's like, yeah, from my fan perspective, I do agree with you, where fan-wise, yes. I enjoyed it. Just like Nick and I, we enjoyed it. I know sometimes it sounds like we fucking hated it, especially me, but it is what it is at this point. But I think where Nick was probably going to go is from his artistic perspective, side from his contribution to the trilogy I, I don't think he could be uh completely thrilled with where it went yeah. i don't think that we'll ever get that opinion from no, him. And, and, like, and what for like i mean yeah. these this is what it's called to be enlightened my friends like yeah I'm, maybe ryan goes home and shit talks the world and fucking has a jj abrams voodoo doll
1: it's but very as
0: an enlightened individual, he he knows that th- there's no point in going out in public and just spewing hate yeah. and bullshit. Like, and there's look, just
1: no point. There, JJ didn't do that either. Let's put that out there. Like the only reason that there's a notion out there that JJ didn't like Tross or TLJ is because it was in the leaks and those massive, you know, leaks and that came out right, you know, after Tross's release, like it was in there that he apparently hated TLJ and he was upset about the decision. Yeah, I mean, he made made comments essentially like, hey, you know, I think he got a little too meta here and
0: there, but ultimately I like where it went. I applaud him for the risks, and there's really nothing he did that we can't undo. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so, (laughs) but I mean, I think first off, there is still a possibility out there that Ryan makes Star Wars movies in the future. So there's a 0% chance that he was going to be on the Oscars. Did we that make a contest. bet on
0: this yet and write it down?
1: I don't think we have, but I mean, I would I'm, say... I'm, I'm
0: st- okay, well, write this down, or at least in your head, if you don't do it for yeah.
1: real. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. If there's a percentage, would you just say flat zero? No. No. <laughs> uh, but it's not it's not remotely approaching fifty. So you're like fifteen percent. Yeah, twenty-five. Twenty-five. I yeah. see like that's kind of where I'm hovering now is like the twenty-five to thirty-five percent range. Just because well, first off, there's a zero percent chance that he is the first on the docket for returning no. films. Yeah, because no. he's, that, that would that would literally be that would almost be like franchise suicide at that yeah, point. I was gonna say, yeah, like if you do that's that, definitely
0: some form of, of suicide. Yeah. There's no doubt about
1: it. Like if if Bob decides to do that, that's the moment that Bob's like, I want to. Well, yeah, then we know he truly Wars.
0: is a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like he, so there's a zero percent chance that Ryan's the first one back on the silver screen. That being said, he's busy now. Like this motherfucker is working on Knives Out too. You probably he got a two year started turnaround his own fucking franchise. I yeah. mean, essentially
0: George Lucas, the motherfucker, but obviously didn't have as much control.
1: Yeah. So the money. I mean, he's busy. He's a busy man, and he now has the ability to say. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have the ability to say it's a fucking Lucas film or Disney, but like he has the ability to say like I I won't want to work on this. I'll work on this at a different time. But I still think that there is a possibility that he makes Star Wars movies in whatever, 2026, 2020. Yeah, you know who I want to do a Star Wars movie? James Gunn. Dude, Gunn, after seeing Galaxy, like Guardians of Galaxy 1, oh,
0: 100%. I was that, like, that first one, dude, I was like, this is essentially Marvel Star Wars. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, man, this is just like their version of Star Wars. This is fucking perfect. Like, this guy should make a star wars movie like the one guy that i had always said from the beginning before they even announced the directors for the for the the new movies i always wanted matthew vaughn to do one matthew vaughn you know matt is the guy behind kingsman but before kingsman he did x-men first class which right, i thought I say he, he did some stellar marvel
0: stuff but yeah. like the sony shit or the fox stuff. yeah
1: I, let's look up. I mean, like, this guy makes good action flicks and, like... No, I know. He
0: he definitely did First Class.
1: Yeah, he did First Class. He did Kick... He wrote First Class and directed First Class. He's only got seven director credits. He directed Kick-Ass. Kingsman... Isn't he doing Batman? The new Batman with Pattinson? Uh No, he is not doing that one. I don't remember who's doing that one. Oh, it's... Hmm. Let me see. I think the guy's name is is Matthew but it's not it's not Matthew Vaughn it's Matthew Thanks. something else. Yes. <laughs> it is Matt Reeves, Matthew Reeves. There you go. I never said I am a
0: DC expert.
1: Yeah. But um I thought that he would be a good director for Star Wars just because he he does good action set pieces and if you've ever seen a Kingsman movie, if you want to see entertaining action set pieces just go watch either of those two movies. They're fucking out there and fantastic yeah
0: i'm i'm a big kingsman fan i I love like that the end of the second one i I, the first one i thought was better but the second one
1: all those fucking heads were
0: exploded. yeah no homeboy fucking sacrifices himself to uh, west virginia yeah love
1: that i mean it's dude it's it's sick so um yeah i mean i i I really do hope that Ryan comes back and directs Star Wars in the future. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he was the first one back up in 2023, well, I mean either, but, we're getting it,
0: but we're, we're normal on this. I yeah, mean, yeah. I will give myself a little bit of normalcy here and there. And I, I'm definitely not in the, the loony bin on the last Jedi. Yeah. Or just Ryan in general. Like, I mean, there's some people out there that, that think he's a bozo from start to finish and he shouldn't even be doing what he's doing. It's no. like, all right, well he just wrote a movie by himself and made it and made a ton of money for the budget and he's gonna get a
1: franchise out of yeah, it. Yeah, got nominated for an Oscar. I mean Ooh, like is the this deal like is... some sort of Hollywood
0: deep state
1: shit? Yeah, like is he an industry plant? Like what, what do you think is <laughs> yeah, going on I mean, here? What the fuck? But um no, man. But it ain't gonna happen, man.
0: He he's done. I I think I think they've already terminated the deal. They just don't wanna talk about it yet.
1: Yeah, they they have to. That would be they the need to very... save face, man. I
0: mean, think about think about all the PR hits Disney Star Wars has taken. Oh
1: yeah,
0: dude. They, I mean, honestly, since post TFA, it's it's insane to think about this at this point. Yeah, because I, I like you and I at that point in time, I think our expectations were kind of blown away. I mean, at least me, I I went into TFA like, okay, well, I'm fucking glad this shit's back, but. I have PTSD from the prequels. I, I can't trust Star Wars to be good anymore. What is like, fucking A. Yeah, here we are. We're, We've we're... got potential. So, yeah. you know, the buzz was back. All right, Star Wars, shit. Yeah, it was a little like A New Hope, but fuck. I mean, at least the normal people get. Like, all oh, you racists, I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or women haters. I, I mean, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But I was excited about Star Wars. I was like, fucking A, I
1: liked the, the direction. This This could go good and dude but then like you followed that up with rogue and people right. like oh my god i forgot about that it's it's like like you follow that up with rogue and people were like holy shit It really shit. is like i
0: mean tlj is is it's like fucking like the demarcation line or
1: whatever that, mm-hmm.
0: that's it it's like once that hit
1: Bing. it's over yeah because it wasn't like I don't know why people free, like forget about Rogue, but they're like, yeah, after TFA, it went to shit. I was like, not really. Rogue One was a b- another billion-dollar movie that came out the next year. Yeah, and you're right. A lot of people will say that that is the
0: fundamentally best Disney Star Wars movie. Yeah, and look, I can't...
1: I'll say it's TFA, but I, can, I legitimately don't have an argument with people who say that that oh, rogue it, one is the if best. If it had another thirty
0: seconds of Vader, it would be the best Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah. Period. Like, dude, just like that. I, I challenge anyone so good. to tell me if there was a, a an hour and a half long Darth Vader film that it would not be the best Star Wars movie ever. Oh,
1: it's n-
0: no question about or it. Wouldn't he be <laughs> close? Like, all you Empire lovers, it'd
1: be like, Ugh! yeah, face fuck Empire. <laughs> I mean, it would. Yeah. So it's just. They couldn't have done it off the back of like, look, Tross came out, whatever, made a billion, and let's just say they need a few more Mandalorians
0: to draw. Yeah. Like there, there's no before way. Ryan Johnson can come back. Yeah,
1: there's, there's no way. Well, also they couldn't have announced it after the release of Tross. They couldn't have been like Tross is out and we oh, have no. terminated but, Ryan's they can't deal. They <laughs> can
0: announce him coming. I mean, it, he's almost like chernobyl for star wars it's weird dude where it's, yeah. he's radioactive and they almost just have to let it the, the all the particles die down yeah i naturally. mean naturally
1: they 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 may have to ma- let him make these movies under a different name they're gonna announce <laughs> yeah. the movie they'll be like all right director brian yeah, right. it's a trilogy
0: and everyone just fucking loves it loves it all, they watch all three movies and at the at the end of the last movie literally before the credits roll he goes tricked you motherfuckers <laughs> eat a dick and he's like sitting there fucking jerking off on our faces yeah i would love that
1: it's just like they do interviews with the director and nobody knows who it is it's just like they have it's like, like, the like black... i black fucking
0: fooled all you yeah. haters
1: <laughs> Dude, you love me now It that may be what they have to do it's almost like a fucking <laughs> author using a pen name like they're just going to come up with a name for ryan johnson yeah. to direct these Everybody, films he's going to be ghostwriting the best star
0: wars movies of all time yeah and people are like oh this so-and-so you know
1: <laughs> this uh, guy he knows what he's doing
0: <laughs> yeah 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 i mean th- this guy is a genius oh my goodness it has to be george lucas george lucas is back i knew it we told you he was coming back we told you we told you mike zero told us all <laughs> right and then you know johnson just comes out and he's naked there with talking through his ass like fucking ace, ace ventura ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect that'd be funny as shit but but, I mean... Well, we deal in reality, though. Oh, boom! My payment just came through from Comixology. That, that means my shit's been charged.
1: Kylo Ren, number oh, three is shit. here. shit, 3 nine to nine. There we go. But um, speaking of George Lucas coming back to Star Wars, like Matt was very expertly doing at right. the end of that last segment, we do have our final piece Oh, yeah, up. and
0: before we get into this, damn it, Greg, come on, man.
1: I hope you're playing around on Facebook, buddy. <laughs> like th- this article is not meant to beat you up. <laughs> what? this uh, the? All right. Yeah. I saw Greg sent through something to me on this, too, or uh on like the, the right. Lucas th- thing. Th- this wasn't meant to yell at you. I
0: mean, honestly, it, there, there, other people have been no, mentioning th- this. And I finally was like, all right, I'm, I, I guess if they wanted us to talk about it, we'll fucking talk about it. So here we go. But. We're talking about this rumor that's been floating around, and, and honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, "I'm not even gonna post this." And that's what I was kind of telling Greg. Yeah, because Greg, but like I said, I'm not yelling at you. See the clear see the qualifying paragraph. Are you a are you a title reader only, Greg? <laughs> don't be a title reader. Read yeah. the shit because I say. By the way, we love that shit, so don't stop. This isn't me yelling at you all. <laughs> Got that? Got that? Because some Star Wars outlets have no shame when it comes to clickbait. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're not there yet. We're not big enough to do clickbait.
1: <laughs> not not I, quite. We need
0: more clickbait, but I'm not gonna do it, especially no. with this shit. But anyways, so uh, but a bunch of people are jumping on the shit. George Lucas is coming back to Star Wars, in particular, casting Andor. and immediately you should be rolling your eyes.
1: Yeah. Okay. This this, this would never fucking happen. Ever, i mean let's just put this out there on front street like george hates disney like it, like do, do you all forget bob iger's book tour where he
0: essentially peddled books off of telling tales of how he owned george lucas and the deal essentially yeah. Like, that Those that, that that was the tone of his story. That was He's
1: literally like, this yep, less than a year ago. Over,
0: made him sign this so he couldn't talk shit to us. <laughs> we tricked him into thinking we'd do his scripts. You know, we just fucking paid him. We're like, yeah, fuck you. I mean, that's what he was saying. He was telling George Lucas stories and placing himself as like, I got this dude. Like, I fucking made him do this. Essentially, George was my bitch. George can't say shit about Disney Star Wars because I fucking did it.
1: But... Yeah, so like George loves, I will say this George loves the filmmakers Like George will never Hold a grudge yeah. against the filmmaker I, I'm not saying for he's Disney's not going to fucking Wars. show
0: up And we're going to see him behind the scenes Stroking Baby Yoda again on set I mean that's not what I'm saying But th- th- he's not going to direct something
1: No, yeah, because there would be A 0% chance he would be Able to work with Bob Iger If, if it is true And that Bob Iger has the level of you know scrutiny that he has over over the Star Wars pro- projects that Disney I just, produces. Yeah, I like
0: I, I think George outwardly doesn't look this way, but he, anyone that is as powerful and successful as he is, he's got a pride to him where he oh, is yeah. not going to go and work for the dude that bought the shit that he
1: created from his own fucking mind. Yeah, and there is yeah there's a 0% cuz like once george got that check and he cashed it he mentally knew that that was it that there was nothing that he could do with it anymore like he he let it go and the 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 amount that we see him now like Matt said behind the scenes on Mando doing a little bit of helping there on on Solo when he was hanging out with his buddy Ron Howard you know like that type of shit, that's all you're going to get. And like, so the people out there who are like, George is coming back. George is, you know, rumors out there that George skipped
0: the rise of Skywalker. Yeah.
1: He didn't even go to the premiere. Like, I
0: don't think that's just him being forgetful. I, I think that was a conscious decision to essentially say, fuck you guys. I'm not going to this supposed closeout of the shit I started in 1977
1: yeah i mean like his wife literally had to convince him to go to the premiere of tfa i don't think he was at the premiere of tlj either like right. did he, did he show up for galaxy's edge though he was at galaxy's edge because right? they interviewed him it was him mark and and harrison i believe i wonder what happened there maybe because it wasn't directly associated
0: with the movie and he could actually see a life-size version of the falcon again i don't know but yeah. They did get him out for that, but in terms of the movies, he's been
1: off off limits. Like, yeah. fuck off. So, and like, but like, kind of the thesis of this whole piece that Matt wrote is that, like, th- all this shit that's out there from other outlets and from bloggers and from people on Instagram and social media, like, did... Th- th- there is not any substantiation behind this and it's literally there just to fucking trick you to clickbait uh, i mean you. here's here's the deal that i think it was the
0: one greg sent us
1: we got this you covered. you
0: read the title basically says this is a done deal then you read the first sentence and it says oh yeah by the way this is a huge rumor probably not <laughs> even true that is like clickbait 101 bullshit like i that stuff is vomit Am I completely above clickbait? Absolutely not. Like, if I can figure out a way to f- fuck over a title to get some of you assholes to click on it, maybe then, then why not? But I'm not gonna do that type of shit. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Lead, lead with rumor at least on the post.
1: I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. And you sit there and 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 emph- in the post title, this is happening, and then immediately, no, it's probably not. It's a wild rumor.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. And, but, like, that's what we're going to have to deal with now for the next three years, two years, until new Star Wars movies. Oh, dude, yeah. And mean, so we might as well getting... just
0: start fucking doing it and pretend that we're all these this, this almighty Star Wars duo. Yeah, I mean, because... I, I'm pretty, pretty sure these days the only way to get an audience on YouTube is to just th- throw whatever out there and, if, and see if something sticks. And it doesn't even matter if anything sticks. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's Zero's game, right? Yeah. I mean... If you go back and look at some of his fucking video titles from before Tross,
1: it's it's laughable. Yeah. The dude is just like And it's mind
0: blowing that, you know, there's he has a very large following. I mean, good more power to him. I mean,
1: it's like the Mike Zero It's pure fiction. Like I don't know, I guess people just like bullshit. Mike Zero's greatest asset is his imagination because that's where all of his shit comes from. Like it's not even like some (laughs) of it's not even hard though. Like
0: I mean I could come up with something i know people would click on tomorrow like hey yeah you know vader was sucking some
1: dude's dick <laughs> like it, it it's it is it's easy to come up with bullshit especially in star wars land where bullshit oftentimes comes true <laughs> like i mean it's just i mean and, and to kind of bring this to like if if there are people out there who still believe that there is credence to this george rumor. Clayton Sandell, a guy we talked about last week, as being literally the insider in Star Wars land when it comes to like big news outlets. ABC works for ABC, is a huge Star Wars fan and knows the people in the Star Wars rooms. Says Yeah, he said he bothered actual sources. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, he was embarrassed to, it, to go fact yeah. check this. He says, fact check. No, George Lucas is not returning to write, slash, produce, slash, direct the casting Andor series for Disney Plus. Yes, I'm embarrassed to say I checked into and bothered actual sources. This has been Friday's edition of debunking ridiculous Star Wars clickbait rumors as you were. So, I mean, look, like Matt said, we we have never been, like, even when we were still on EB, like, we were never a clickbait factory. We never put out bullshit articles but that we'll were... we'll do banned. it if that's like, what everyone <laughs> wants. Fuck it. Yeah, like, we, we try to... to Give you as accurate of information as we can based off of at least sources that we trust, whether it be from Star Wars leaks or MSW, or <laughs> which stuff is like funny that. at this like, point.
0: I mean, honestly, <laughs> one of the main reasons I, I didn't initially run with this story, dude, is because it wasn't on Star Wars leaks on Reddit. Yeah. Like th- That's how much uh, credence I give
1: to that shit now because of how many things have hit yeah i mean like when you have a track record like they do and granted like we're cherry picking the shit that's right so like you could probably go through star wars room or leaks and see a bunch yeah, of shit that's wrong dude
0: this point to me it's just like it's essentially star wars news lead yeah reddit
1: <laughs> but i mean look oh they get they got the full fucking duel of fate script up there last week oh uh, the what was it the second draft or which draft was it <laughs>
0: Oh, um, I posted three di- three days ago. Full Star Wars Duel of Fate script, all 128 pages.
1: I mean, at that point, though, we've already kind of gone over the whole. Oh, thing. Oh, I know. Right?
0: I, I was just thinking, like, if we wanted to get really nuts, we would reenact the whole thing.
1: Oh yeah, we just do different voices, like and- f- a full <laughs> just two and a half, three hour fucking table yeah. read. <laughs> just do. I'll, I'll do. Yeah, like, dude. Somebody do the, rays. Like, like right. British like yeah. Accent. We each we each
0: pick <laughs> we each pick which characters we want. Oh, you want to be, you can be Ray, Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. You'd have to be like,
1: okay, let's go. No, Poe. We can't go. <laughs> you caught the Falcon on fire. Why? Uh, yeah. like, I'm like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I mean, we could do uh, it. Uh, 128 uh, pages is short though. It's usually you average like a minute per page. That's how you break out a script. Yeah, so it's been like two there, It's out there and fucking eight crawl
0: eight all of it.
1: We we could read the the actual setup too, like
0: so people could visualize. Scene setting, yeah. Yeah. Exterior space, <laughs> a rich tapestry of stars reaching beyond all we know.
1: Oh my gosh. Interior
0: quad orbital ring docking bay
1: day. <laughs> Matt's reading it right now. He's got it. Over, he's ready to I go. I do. Hell oh, yeah! Yeah. Oh, here's
0: here's Rose. BB-8, you in? Oh. BB-8 man. beeps affirmative. Rose looks up through the broken roof at the orbital ring in the sky above. Star Destroyers protrude from it like spikes on a punk bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> I need eyes on the checkpoint. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there it's we, go. There. we could do
1: the whole thing. We could do the I, whole I'd thing. probably just
0: download a fucking virus <laughs> and I'll die, but... <laughs> I, got, I got the script. It means nothing. Yeah,
1: but... All right, people, I hope that you...
0: You know what? I'm proud of it. I don't know if it was one of our fans or someone I saw just on Star Wars social media, but someone finally, as as we've been putting out there, they're like, hey, hey motherfuckers, yeah, say what you will about Duel of Fates, love it or hate it, but will you guys just all please remember that this would have been completely nuked because of Carrie Fisher?
1: Yeah, like
0: literally... One thing we all have to remember here (laughs) is like that thing... As cool as it may have sound and how it may have flowed better with the all overall trilogy. It just, it was never going to happen.
1: Yeah. Like literally would have had to been rewritten the whole way. That's why he quit. (laughs) Like, I don't know how many times we have to say it. This motherfucker quit. Colin quit the trilogy because he would have had to rewrite the whole thing. It
0: was a a difference, creative differences or he got fired, but I'm pretty sure he kind of led that discussion. Yeah.
1: He was like, hi, I have to rewrite it again. All right. I will be exiting this franchise.
0: See you later. I'll go back to my stupid-ass Jurassic shit. Yeah,
1: I'll go back to Jurassic World and I like 3, Jurassic,
0: so. but that second one was
1: dumb. That was so motherfucking right? like that, bad. That
0: second was a Jurassic World evolution. That was, it was fucking oh, stupid.
1: Fallen Kingdom. That's what it was. Jurassic yeah, there you World. Go. Fallen Kingdom. It was so bad. Like I was pumped to see it. And my girlfriend went with me And I came out of that movie I was like this fucking sucked Like <laughs> it was so bad Yeah it's just It's not not good whatsoever No um, Alright well That brings us to the end of our George Lucas is not coming back PSA For all of you out there Who <laughs> thinks he is Like yeah, and, and a
0: little lesson on clickbait 101. So yeah. once we start doing clickbait, I don't want to hear anyone talking shit.
1: Yeah, you can call us out on it, too. Just be like, it's clickbait. It's like, yeah, bitch, we told you we were going to start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen,
0: Nick. Nick's like, yeah, bitch,
1: we, eat it. We got to do it. If we this have is to. what you want,
0: we we will make shit up. Trust me. Remember, Nick Nick was going to be a fantasy writer at one yeah, time and I an can, animator. I can make now, some. Now he slangs ads that you probably fucking – try to close and block oh yeah
1: exactly i'm selling shit to you now
0: but (laughs) see what happens as we get older you just fucking sell out for the buck
1: oh yeah you settle in give up all your dreams (laughs) make some cash dreams go away very quickly fuck
0: being creative let's work our you know our eight to seven
1: i mean the creativity is safe for those who are within the toy photography community and who make That's the right. top five right. Star that Wars right. artists of the
0: world. Yeah. Week. So as we as we move into everyone's favorite segment, at least those of you that get called out on it. Sorry again, Spencer and Greg. Oh man. Please don't feel bad. You're one of our most talked about personalities on the show. You're part of the the Star Wars time asshole pack, if you will. <laughs> And that is a, it's like a ring of honor, almost, to be some of the inaugural members in that uh, sphincter. All right, man, so this is how we do it. This is how we close the show. If you're new here, if you're just coming in, maybe you were a, a new candidate to be chosen this week and you've never listened to the Star Wars Time Show, at least the primetime version, where we do the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week, which is based on... All of you, hopefully, hashtagging Star Wars Time Show and tagging the account at Star Wars Time Show on Instagram with your Star Wars whatever. Art, cosplay, uh, fecal matter designs, (laughs) it doesn't matter. I mean, it's probably mostly toy photography, but we love it all. We do. We like creative Star Wars fans just like we want to be creative Star Wars fans. We haven't quite figured out the, the, the magic to it yet, but we're trying. We're at least... Dipshits that do a podcast every week that more and more people are listening to, so maybe we do know something about Star Wars after all. So, anyways, I lined him up this week, and Nick knocked him down. He he's break heart. He's he breaks hearts every week at this I, point. It's, it's tough, yeah. like crushing souls. He is the destroyer of dreams
1: for all of 2019. I could basically go through this and be like, oh well. I'll you know nobody's going to be hurt by these decisions, and now I know (laughs) that Punisher of (laughs) prayers. Yeah, like now I know that there are at least two loyal fans out there who literally just beat themselves up every week that they don't get in the top five. Yeah, I mean they 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 have a weekly pity party
0: on their Instagram stories that and tag (laughs) us in it, and because everyone keeps (laughs) resharing it, it kind of turns into. An, in, an inception clusterfuck it is a <laughs> uh, woe is a uh, woe is us over the top five if we knew where
1: nick lived we'd probably slit his throat he would they would throw bricks through my window i wouldn't even be bricks it would be it would be little minifigures i would be getting <laughs> i'd be getting I, I mean knowing greg that
0: motherfucker he'd probably bring some sort of weapon he fashioned in his backyard greg or a blowtorch
1: i mean the people who live in Australia are very crafty, and I'm sure that Greg knows how to use a boomerang well, and he may sling it right yeah, at my head. <laughs> I mean, th- that guy at this point in time
0: has almost built, I think, a full replica of ice Eisley I've seen, on his back porch. Yeah,
1: I've seen the the, the images and every all yeah, the shots. he's got of his, his Dio shit going. He's crazy, Oh, we had dude. a
0: Dio death today, our buddy Everything. I mean, remember we talked about how he disappeared for a little bit because he was building a Dio? yeah. Well this whole fucking dio basically split in half somehow. Oh. And that's why I don't fucking do arts and crafts. <laughs> Especially not with this fucking yeah. hobby that only exists to drive us nuts. I know, yeah, we we eventually we get that shot and we're like, oh yeah, this is why I do this thing. I mean th- this hobby, toy photography, Nick, has almost become like it's almost like golf if you're in the golf where you know you're probably gonna fucking hate it while you're doing it. But you have that one good hole or whatever, and it just it justifies it all. Yeah. Toy photography is the same way. You, you, you have to plan for a shoot. You have to lug all your shit up. I mean, that to me is the worst is just bringing all the shit up like, oh, do I need this? Do I need this? And Before you know it, you've got a crate of fucking 30 figures. And you know you're not going to shoot all 30, but you still feel like you have to bring all 30 with you. So you're already starting in a bad mental state. And then the fucking wind will start. <laughs> and then the little cocksuckers won't do what you're trying to get them to do with your mind as if they were real and they could read your fucking mind. Oh, and Before you know it, you're sitting out there cursing your life, okay? <laughs> Potentially threatening relationships with your uh, friends, significant others, your, your offspring, if you will. I mean, I, I don't even want to fathom the damage I've done to my little kid. During my toy photography sessions, where things don't quite go my
1: way, Matt's child can never look at toys the same way again. Like she just thinks of them as, uh, or or possibly even cameras, little devices of of anger.
0: (laughs) That's all she. Yeah, when when she sees the camera come out, she's like, "Oh shit!" Uh oh. Like, is he going to go nuts today, or is he going to have a good time with this with this hobby of his?
1: Daddy's mad. Look, man, I'm looking at your feed right now. You have a shot that's over a thousand likes. Look at that. Yeah, how about that? Isn't that fucking something? Yeah.
0: I forgot it. Yeah, I was going to mention that because you... that is the first time in my four years of doing this I've had a shot break a G.
1: Look at that, my friend. And honestly,
0: that is a shot I considered deleting at one point in time because I was, I was like, this is pretty fucking basic. Hey, man, you never know. It is. It's fucking Ezra standing there with a dopey helmet on, standing like a dope. No, dude. With Kanan
1: standing there like a dope. And people loved it. It's, yeah, they, that, again, nobody knows the, 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 I IG essentially
0: gave it a reach around. I mean,
1: I G the reach on that thing
0: reached 13,000. Yeah, dude.
1: I don't know. Maybe they, maybe somebody from fucking Instagram started listening to this podcast. Like, you know, and they, they may you know, be throwing you some so? love cause you got two 700 plus likes right behind it. Oh, hey man. Uh, like
0: I, I, I try not to do too much self promotion on this, but let's get into it. Uh, Things have been looking up for Haywood Pop for some reason. I don't know if it's because I put the stupid swipe to help me out plea. Yeah. Or the excessive annoying tagging that's probably lost a couple followers too. But something in 2020, I'm some shot, I mean, Star Wars shots, I can tell you right now, anything non-Star Wars is is not going to do what my current Star Wars stuff is doing. And it's great because some people are like, oh, man. Uh Manny Bothins came back online today and shot me. Damn, he's like, damn, dude, your skills have really leveled up. And I'm like, man, I guess I should edit fast. <laughs> because I'm being dead serious. A lot of the shots I've been sharing that have like the the the, the thousand shot took that last May. Bro. Last you, fucking May. You
1: gotta you I don't know if I need to like call Heather and be like Heather, whenever Matt finishes a shoot, you need to lock him in a basement and just make him edit this shit.
0: Well, no, you're right. Here's the <laughs> deal. So this is what I've been doing because again, I've I've ruined completely ruined this hobby for myself, completely. It's like it, it's almost a job at this point. But I, I do that with everything. I mean, this, this is just me. I, I'm sure most of you most of you out there are like, yeah, you suck, dude. Whatever. You're what's wrong with you? It's a fucking hobby and you're taking pictures of toys but i i I, you know i turn into a big production it becomes work but i have committed to start ripping through that backlog of shots to edit and i can say let me let me open up my 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 ipad here because this is where i do all my editing because i refuse to sit at a damn computer and yes that's (laughs) why i will never learn proper photoshop but I have one, two, three, four. This is great radio. Five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, nope, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. 26 shots left. 26. Okay. 26, with the oldest one being from October <laughs> <laughs> and the most current being from last week. All right. So this is what's going to happen with the way I am. I'm already starting to feel it because here's what's starting to happen. Uh, things are they're looking up on IG. My my growth is going up. I, I'm probably going to make the jump from 4,000 to 5,000 quicker than I've ever made a century jump like that. Or more than a century jump. Yeah, I mean, Millennium so jump. Millennium jump. See, Nick's the smart one here. <laughs> Which now has got me like, well, is it because I've been sharing in the morning before nine and then also doing the toy pop circle jerk or or what? So if that's the case, that means I need two shots a day. So I got to start shooting more toys, more shoots. <laughs> and that's what it turns into in my head, essentially. Yeah. Just that's a, how you end up hating a hobby. <laughs> that, that was kind of the moral of this tangent.
1: Oh, man. But
0: look. But I think this started because of Jesse's busted ass diorama, right?
1: Yeah, it did. I mean, like But it yeah. it it, all, it just all plays into
0: the conundrum of being a toy photographer. Like that shit. Same thing's happened to me. I haven't wanted to say it because I'm embarrassed and I spent like $400 for this dio, but my smugglers retreat. I've I've dented the fucking shit out of that thing. <laughs> all from doing shoots. Oh my so god. So I feel for you, Jesse. I get it, man. This shit is brutal. This hobby is meant to test your soul, (laughs) your sanity, every fiber of your body.
1: Oh, man. But
0: keep at it, everyone, because you can make it on the Star Wars Time Show during the top five. So let's get into
1: it, buddy. I will say, before we get into the top five, one quick thing. I got a—I don't know if you did, too, but I got a care package in from our good buddy, Work More or Less, a.k.a. Jason, last week it was it was after we went last week i got the care package in oh hell yeah was. yeah i
0: got one a few weeks back and you got that slick pin and I'm yeah glad you, you mentioned that work more or less guess who is going to be our first interview of 2020
1: first interview of 2020 could it be jason himself it is there Mr. we go. work more
0: or less jason young will be doing the star wars time show with yours truly we're going to record later this week hopefully and uh, probably drop the episode next week. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a Monday drop. Who knows? It depends when uh, Jason and I get it done. But that should be fun. Again, I know you, you've probably heard him on the Toy Photo Cast where they just talk about the toy stuff. And we will be talking about some of his toy stuff. But over here, we're going to learn more about him as a as a Star Wars fan and how that has related to his uh, profession as a designer and a uh, toy photographer. So Yeah,
1: yeah, so... Happy to to announce
0: that. I mean, as we we pledge, we want to try to do at least an interview a month in 2020. We already fucked that (laughs) with January, but no one ever said we are perfect. (laughs) That's why we are the leader of the pack of assholes, right? Because we are the two lead... sphincters (laughs) Uh, but but yeah let's do it man i've kind of gone a a little bit of a tangent to kick off this week's top five but yeah why not
1: here we are
0: Uh, we got some good ones
1: top five this week and and yes you are correct matt we have a ton of good ones in here this week kicking off the top five we have at uncanny figs this is definitely an account that we have featured before cracking the top five with an absolutely stellar uh, tr- i don't even i don't even know if it's a scene recreation but it does look like a movie still as matt put in the in the caption a shot of tross kylo inside of his chamber right and just like the posing the so lightsaber i can't i
0: can't tell if this is what we would call a digirama where the background is digital physically on a you know tv screen computer monitor whatever Or if he composited Kylo in, either doing green screen or just white background, you know, cut him out and pasted him on this. But either way, he matched the lighting or she in a way that is just makes it look real. I mean, yeah, that's the beauty of Hot Toys, too. Uh, But just the, the work here and the way the figure was blended with the background is uh, you know, two thumbs up.
1: Oh, yeah. And just like the little details that Uncanny Fix has in here, like the, the the particle effects at right near the lightsaber hill for Kylo is insane. The way that the cape is flared out is perfect for that stance. Just just the, the little details of this shot really make it pop. And, I mean... I'm still hoping... I couldn't buy this
0: uh, Kylo because... It's essentially the same one as the Tross outside of the cracked helmet, which I'm sure I could find on fucking eBay from some asshole. I yeah I uh I don't know if I told you, but I I, I think I did. I I built a custom 112 Joker based on mm-hmm. Joaquin's character.
1: Yes, yes, I do remember that.
0: And the 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 way I was able to do it was there's literally people on eBay that buy figures and break them into parts to sell the parts. <laughs> you know? I mean, that is not surprising. So, uh, I, I, I'm sure I could track down this helmet, I mean, unless it's the new magnet system, that head that they have on the mall. Okay. Uh, I could probably use it. But what I'm waiting for, and I'm hoping they do, is a 1-6 scale Ben
1: Solo. Ben Solo with the good boy sweater. Fuck yeah. Heeled oh, yeah. face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that would be a the good... The Skywalker one. saber. I mean, come on. Yeah. That'd be a good move. I agree. Um, so yes, uncanny figs with an absolutely beautiful shot here of Tross Kylo and his and his chamber. Uh, excellent job, sir. Oh yeah,
0: I, I, uncanny does a lot of good stuff with one oh, yeah. six scale. Check out the page. Oh yeah, beautiful. Stuff.
1: I mean, it's not just Star Wars either. You got Marvel. You got DC. You got a lot of different focuses in there. So make sure to check them out. Um, next up is is you know. One of the 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 key figures, one of the Rushmore's, as I kind of dubbed him in the, oh, in dude, the comments. Yeah,
0: this, this shit's fucking I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, th- wait, wait
0: till you see this next one. I'm going to share from Papa maybe this week or coming up. I mean, fucking A. Yeah, the dude. The way the guy thinks is just fantastic. That
1: is one thing about our, our top five entry here at Papa underscore Palpatine underscore photography. You know who he is. You don't need me to tell you. Triple P. Yeah, Triple P. He's been here since, you know, the early days of the top five, and he's stayed all the way through. And it's for shots like this. This guy, Anthony, has a mind for for toy photography, for concepting that just takes his shots to the next level. And, And this is an example where you have Vader on one side, Emperor Palpatine on the other side, In the throne room on the Death Star, and there's just fucking lightning going between both of them, just fucking, just going at it. And I love his, his caption. He says, How do you like my improvements on my new suit, my old master? So it's basically like, You can't just fucking shock me anymore. Like, yeah, I can take this shit and I can throw it right back at you. Oh, yeah, because
0: that was, that would have always been Palpatine's Trump over Vader. I mean, if you regardless of how powerful vader was physically palpatine could have easily taken him out with his lightning it's like bro vader Vader had no defense
1: you're 85 percent electronic (laughs) all i have to do is done uh, i mean
0: let's face it it's what killed him in the end yeah that's why he died it wasn't because luke chopped his hand off it's because the emperor's shit fucking fried his life support
1: yeah like he couldn't breathe anymore so uh, I mean, this shot. Like, there's just so many good things about this shot from the post processing and oh, the. Speaking after- of Fester's Vader's did. life
0: support in the comics again, sorry, real quick. I, I think it was, it was in this most recent run, not the one we just talked about, the 2020, but the one that wrapped up, I think, in 2019. I, I forget the exact scenario, but the motherfucker. Oh, it, it was a. He asked he he asked Tarkin, to hunt him what just as like an exercise yes okay and whatever and tarkin i guess he's like a master hunter it's a fantastic comic it really is but vader literally at one point because he realized they were able to track him based on his breathing fucking self-disables his life support long enough to you know to Keep building his rage, but so he could sneak into the camp and, and waste people.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> what the... I mean,
0: that's what I mean. Vader in comics is is my Vader. It's like, like yeah, That is my God.
1: It's the Vader that we should have seen. Give it us... It is. It's the
0: Vader we are owed. I mean, it is... Yeah. It, fuck... Hey, Disney, quit worrying about what Star Wars movies you need to make. Make Darth Vader number one, Darth Vader number two, Darth Vader number three. Take a few years off and then make four, five, six...
1: Yeah, like, I just don't understand how that's not the clearest fucking course of action.
0: And you can start right from the end of Rots, take it all the way up to A New Hope, and then the the next movies can be the gap between A New Hope and Empire, the gap between... Empire and
1: Jedi, and there we go. Yeah, it's perfect. The perfect. I'll, I'll
0: even take five movies. I don't even need six.
1: Yeah, I don't care how many there are. The number doesn't matter. It's just that they I, exist. I would take one. I mean, I really would. I would
0: consider cutting off a testicle for one Darth Vader movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a freebie, Disney. Just... And I think
0: Bob Iger's that fucked up in the head that he would offer me that.
1: I think he might. I think he might take that deal as well. But but, but anyway, <laughs> back
0: back to tr- Papa Palpatine here. This, this shot is just fucking. Godly. Yeah, uh, I mean the 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 background. This dude must have fifty five thousand sets from Nova Reval now. I think he he's getting bankrolled from Big Bad Toy Store because of his following and excellence in photography. Yeah, because I think he had b- uh, behind the scenes on this. I mean, there, there's literally. Uh, my thumbs are hurting just thinking about all the fucking sets he had to build with these finger destroyers, dude. but it pays off. I mean that, that lighting on the floor and the the walls is excellent.
1: Yeah, dude, I, I, you can go to Papa's feed and kind of scroll through the, you know, the behind the scenes. And it is, it's a very, very big dio that he, I don't want to say very big, but it's a, you know, a decent sized dio that he's using for this setup and it looks fucking fantastic. So, um, yeah, I mean Papa Palpatine photography is always, you know, the best of the best when it comes to toy photography, especially in the Star Wars realm. And if you like mashups between Alien and Predator and all these different, you know, Marvel different franchises, just go give this guy a follow. I mean, he's a yeah. You might as well grab his brother too. Remember the, remember clone, the troopers clone Troopers because
0: troopers, yeah. I mean he's right there with him.
1: Yeah, both of them are fantastic photographers. So. Um, yeah. Papa Palpatine Photography. Papa underscore Palpatine under f- underscore photography on Instagram. Always a good follow. Always a good top fiver. Next up and he and th- is
0: a captain in the fandom menace.
1: Yeah, he is. He he's he's got that badge happily <laughs> displayed. And you know what, Papa, we love you for it, buddy. He's
0: excited though. He, Clone Wars is coming back. Clone Wars. He's I mean, excited. that's his shit. Like if yep, he's nope. if, yeah. He told that's, he, that's he let shit. us know. He's excited.
1: Yeah. So this is how fucked up the Star Wars Time feed has become, everybody. I want to put this out there, that the photo that we are about to describe to you and that you will see if you're following along on the post on StarWarsTime.net, this this is the most liked image ever on the Star Wars Time feed, (laughs) period, bar none. Like, we had previous... I mean, like, I'm happy that these keep coming up. I think it's, like... Five of the last, or four of the last six weeks, we've had the highest liked image featured in our top five. But um, <laughs> fucking this week, the top five there is a top five entry by at arts a r t z underscore of underscore j j a y on Instagram. And this we, is a this is a I mean this is his first top five, but he, it's
0: also a fairly it's brand a, new find for me. Yeah, the, the one that does the. Essentially, I, I I go out and do the talent scouting. Nick's the one that picks the winners.
1: Yeah, like yeah, Matt Matt finds the talent. But I picked. I, the team. I found this
0: dude and instantly featured a shot, and then he he you know
1: noticed and then started tagging us,
0: and then we we get this little
1: gem. <laughs> this is so insane. So the highest number of likes, and I'm not like Jay is a new account. Arts of Jay, um, three hundred ninety five followers, only twenty five posts. The highest number of likes that he has on any individual post on his own feed, seven hundred and thirty six. The right. number of likes on this post here, 2,500, on the Star oh. Wars Time feed, <laughs> hey. and it is an image of, for some reason. And
0: again, we're we're not sitting here like, oh, we got the like. No, we no. That's for the artist. Yeah. But that, that shows you that you know you get you get featured on Star Wars Time Show. Even the account, who the fuck knows who's gonna see your profile? Yeah, the,
1: the, your juice, the juice can really flow if if. The the algo finds I mean, you. we we I did something with the fucking algo that day. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking crazy because for some reason, Jay his his muse, somebody that's featured prominently in his photography, is Kermit the Frog. Right. So. Right. So this shot, let, let,
0: let's set it up. I mean, it's essentially. I mean, we're talking about, not because it's Kermit, there's First Order Stormtroopers here, but they're uh, participating in a a reenactment of Negan's beatdown of Glenn or Abraham's head in The Walking Dead, and the person doing the beating down is one Kermit the Frog.
1: Yeah, so Kermit just has Lucille the Bat wrapped in fucking barbed wire, and he has a... There's fucking giblets and everything. (laughs) He's got a decapitated, crushed stormtrooper head right under the bat, body on the ground, and then two other (laughs) stormtroopers with their hands tied behind their back Uh, right in the background.
0: (laughs) I don't know who's more fucked up. Like, Arts of Jay for creating this or me for honestly <laughs> laughing at it and thinking that it's just hilarious i mean i mean, I, I would want to hang this on my wall
1: it's so fucked up dude it is
0: it's just it's really <laughs> fucked up but that's the charm of it i know
1: that's what caught my eye look,
0: look how happy kermit i've never seen <laughs> kermit the frog more happy than beating the brains out of a first-order
1: stormtrooper. It is. It's nuts, dude. And, like, I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at this, and, like, I didn't even notice the likes. Like, because when I go through the feed, all I'm doing is, like, I'm looking at the picture. I'm just opening up the ones that I think There's even a lot of
0: comments on
1: it. Yeah, there's 2,500 likes. There's 34 comments, like this is a very high interaction post for so like, and it's unlike anything we've ever posted for. Obviously we've posted mashups. We've posted crossovers. We've posted oh, we're a lot even, of We stuff. even
0: got commenters like making jokes and shit. Yeah. Like, so you know, it, it must've went somewhat IG viral. Yeah.
1: Like it, it, this picked up at a, at a speed that I didn't anticipate could never have anticipated. Like, it's nuts. Uh, so it's fantastic. I mean,
0: Arts of Jay deserves to have this many followers.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's
0: let's. I mean, screw us getting that. Who cares about the likes on ours? I mean, those that likes need to be on his. Yes. There's nothing we can do. That's how IG rolls. But hopefully, people were reading the credit following it through to arts and giving him a
1: follow. And if you didn't and you're listening now, shame on you. Go do it immediately. Yes. And at, in every top 5 post I put out there, I tag the artists in every top 5 Instagram share that we do, we, I tag the artists. Make sure you are following these people because it is. It's fantastic and I'm glad that we were able to get some exposure for for Arts of Jay via this post, but like take some of those likes and apply them to his page. Because the guy is an absolute like mad genius when it comes to to this toy photography shit. Oh boy, he just <laughs> dropped another one five minutes ago. I see it. I see it. I mean, it's Kermit the Frog looking like he's <laughs> about to commit suicide with a fucking. St- <laughs> Holy shit! It's just so deranged, man. Oh my god! And it like yeah, the- that that that
0: one's gonna be featured.
1: <laughs> it's just so crazy um arts of j a r t z underscore of underscore j on instagram give this guy a follow give the his his posts a like i mean it is well well worth a follow this guy here so excellent job all right next up on the top five we have a returning top five member and a huge fan of the show and we are a huge fan of him this is our friend true perry and, and what he has is like this does it like this is kind of a surreal shot for me because I looked at this and I was like, Oh, this isn't even a toy. Like, this is one of those shots where like it doesn't even look like right. a toy. Like it transcends toy. And what we have is a an, an image of of basically Hoth, Han Solo in his, you know, his kind of Hoth jacket, except it's not white, it's brown. And he's just walking through the snow with his blaster pistol drawn. And it's just one of those shots that, like, whoa, kind of catches your eye. the 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 environment that True Perry um, shot this this image in, the the way that he has Han pose, just kind of oh, yeah. the, the it, look, the whole thing. This is
0: just aces. I mean, when I see shots like this, it just really makes me wish I could maybe sometimes tone shit down a bit and just get back to how I first started doing this hobby. I mean, albeit it was with Funko Pops, but just going out in nature and plopping the motherfucker down and seeing what you can get. Because, uh, I mean, that's what this shot, I assume, is. It's probably just out in his yard or maybe somewhere around town. I believe he's from Finland, so, yeah, it's going to be all snowy and shit. But, I mean, just just look how the natural light... I'm assuming is, is lighting a, a majority of this shot. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, then, then you're getting the snow particles kicked up and the way the sun catches those. But like you said, uh, it it's, I mean, sometimes it's hard to make these things, no matter how well you pose them to not look like little pieces of plastic. And, and this Han really does. I mean, it looks like he, he snapped the dude walking across the frozen tundra, Uh, you know what late at night or early in the morning
1: yeah yeah i mean it's a beautiful representation of han solo just kind of yeah walking through the snow and i mean sometimes it's just that simple like you don't have to fucking have kermit the frog bashing somebody's head in. sometimes you just need and that's what i mean like i've i've gotten
0: kind of just keyed into uh, we gotta blow shit up gotta make dust particles is that another thing it's sometimes like you know if you just Take your time and lay out a scene or actually set up a dio. You don't need all that shit. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes just the sun is, is perfect.
1: Yeah. That's all. That's the only. But then you got to th- deal with the fucking wind. And we all know <laughs> about that. You might have to ask Jan. Uh, I think that, yeah, this Jan is his name. How, how he deals with the wind, because if he's in Finland, I imagine that he's got some wind to kind of fight through on his own as well as the snow. Yeah, I mean, you could argue, I, I'm assuming he kicked up the particles in the shot, but you know,
0: maybe it was just natural wind and he got lucky on a high speed. Who knows? Yeah. But wind is a motherfucker. I, I'm assuming the reason we don't see his front foot. Maybe he kind of heavy planted that into the snow to get kind of an anchoring. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, There there are tricks to get these little cocksuckers to fucking stand up the (laughs) way you want to without using wires and have to wipe and this, that, and the other thing, but it ain't easy. Yeah, There's one I saw that I'm kicking myself in the ass now. It's um, Captain Ordo.
1: Okay, yes, I know him.
0: Uh, I've got one to feature from him. He's doing some grievous shit that's just insane Cap- I, I know lately.
1: We, we featured Captain Ordo relatively recently within the past month and a half or right, so. Right, but yeah. he's been sharing some
0: BTS and the motherfucker, like, he, he's, 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 he's ingenious. He's using, there's like these, they're starting in, in some of the new black series, they're starting to ship these little triangular figure stands. Yeah. And I see it, I'm like, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm just like, just throwing them out, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm seeing it. He's using the shit to actually brace them for running poses when he's not doing like full sh- full shots of their body, maybe just trying to go from the knee up. And I'm like, well, goddamn, am I an idiot? <laughs> it's like I am a fucking idiot because that, that's fantastic for indoor shit because they don't, don't have to worry about using sticky tack or, like I said, wires. And here's me just willingly throwing them out. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck the environment. I don't need any more box clutter. Yeah. Yeah. See now. You, now I'm I'm really regretting that. Now, I mean, you, yeah. Sometimes you learn a little thing or two on the Star thanks. Wars time feed in top
1: five. There we go.
0: That's why I do. I I mean, as someone that dabbles in this hobby myself, I I love when people share behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. It gets uh, in,
0: I do it now and then, and I'm sure it's like some people. Some people, you just get so involved in a shoot, you're like, you don't even think about shooting the shoot. You just want to fucking shoot. Yeah. But I, sometimes some of my better comments come from when I actually show some of my half-ass donkey bullshit that I do. And people are like, oh, wow, that was neat. I'm sitting there going, really? <laughs> it's like, do you I like I literally that? was sitting him down <laughs> and just put the camera so it looked like he was standing. <laughs> I was fucking lazy. Sometimes that's all it takes. But yeah, you never know. Like, like this one. I mean, back to, back to true Perry. I can't help it.
1: I know. It's a good name. Uh, I it's like. a,
0: just a very simple setup, but it, it created a very evocative looking image. It does. It does. Absolutely. Of our
1: man, Han. Han Solo. So at T-R-U-U-P-P-E-R-I on Instagram. Um, and I know True Perry, if you're listening, that you have a hankering for a hat. I We're like super limited supply at this point. I got two left. I don't know what size hat you wear, all I got is LXL, large, extra large. If that's something that you want, let me know, and we can make it happen. Look at this, at that Nick City. <laughs> let me know, and I can make it happen. I'll, I'll figure out how the shipping will work and how, you know. Well, I like I kind of like what Nick's doing. He's, he's pretty
0: much... Setting it up to where if True Perry isn't listening, he's not getting one of the limited run. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Even though I've kind of been talking to him about it. But look, uh, if you feel bad.
1: If you're, if you are listening, don't worry. If you're not listening, uh, he'll he'll be listening.
0: I know because he actually shared our uh, post about it and he's like, oh, I needed this. Basically, (laughs) I don't know if he was like down the dumps, but he was, he was pleased to know we'd be talking about it. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, look, don't ever. Yeah, there's a.
0: I think there's two other people that I have one more. You have one more. If you get one, the true that 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 they're spoken for, but you know, Nick opened his mouth last week and Greg's, Greg's already, I know already put shit out there to call him on it, but (laughs) uh, we hit 5,000 on IG. Nick said, we're doing another run of hats. We're going to do a run of hats.
1: And we're look right now. We're hovering. We're almost at 3,600. So look, it's, it's not a given like, We're we're talking here like oh we're gonna get to five thousand. It's just only a matter of time. It's not a given. We'll we'll be there. We'll be there, but it's just the speed in which we get there, and the speed in which we get there determines the speed in which these hats will become available to you know however many (laughs) we fucking have made. So um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But we will, but we'll do it. They didn't give you no
0: bullshit, but that's also mean you're gonna be you're gonna be paying a little bit for quality. Okay. Yeah, but five five. We'll, we'll, try, we'll try to keep it thirty or less for a fitted hat.
1: Yeah, third uh, five k for the for the next run of hats. The first run we didn't even expect to like. We basically were like, Matt was like, "Here, you want some hats?" So I was like, "Yeah, sure." We we'll we never thought for a moment that like people would actually want them from us, <laughs> like. So now we're in a situation where we're like, okay, there is a demand, and then we will eventually have to come through with the supply. But um, True Perry, hit me up with your information, and I will figure out a way to get a hat to you. Look at that. Um, Dreams do
0: come true on the Star Wars time There we show. go. That's
1: what we, we're dream makers here. Um, just not for those of you trying to get in the top
0: five. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like I said, that Nick is the dream destroyer on that front.
1: I I have to let some people down. I can't. This is if it was the top one hundred, it wouldn't mean anything. <laughs> well, you let two people down every week. I, I just, know that. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Um. All right. Last up here on the top five. This another is, another favorite
0: of the Star Wars Time Crew.
1: Oh yeah. This this guy here. He likes to be called by a particular name. Oh yeah. His his Instagram figure fucking hurts. Yeah. man. There he is. Figure fucking hurts. His Instagram handle is actually just at figure hurts h e r t right. z. For those and of and you. And I think
0: this is the most tame shot we've featured of figure hurts because yeah. He usually goes for the. Uh, The far out, the strange and at times demented, you know, he he did the really (laughs) shitty toilet shots. (laughs) I'm not saying the shots were shitty, like there's literally shit and diarrhea all in the scene and people's heads like Kylo or Master Luke
1: were popping out of it. It was so it was a weird ass he's got a figure hertz has a weird, interesting style. And uh, like one, <laughs> what do
0: you the one where he's putting like palpatine heads on little jaw? Yeah, bodies. on Jawas
1: and they were like just yeah, it was fucking weird, uh, dude. Yeah. Like,
0: but, but this shot is it, it's it's sane. It is. It's sane. You know what I mean? Like it's it's sane, and it's actually
1: really cool. If you, I don't know if you read the, the I caption did. here, but and like that. Usually I don't read the captions, but I saw this image and it is an image of Grandmaster Yoda and Moff Gideon. And yeah, I was like, I mean, first and foremost, figure Hertz has a fantastic
0: custom Moff Gideon going on. It looks like it's a a mix of damn it. What's the general's name? veers veers is
1: the guy Veers the one ESB. that led the ground assault right yeah from esb yeah so it yeah.
0: looks like the veers chess plate, and then i don't know if he got a gus fring head off of possible 112 scale breaking bad figures but i mean that's a pretty damn good Jean carlos yeah
1: that's exactly what i was going to ask you like where the fuck did he get this from because this is the only one that i've seen um, right, but then, I mean, parts
0: of the body. I mean, it looks like Vader parts. I don't know. It, it's a, it's a really cool custom which which caught my eye. But then, just the scenario he's painting here. So, I mean, first and foremost, Moff Giddings holding the Darksaber, dark saber, but he's talking to Yoda. Yeah, to Grand Master Yoda, and that is- and it it's kind of like a prequel of sorts. Where right, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's essentially in league with Yoda. Yep more or less saying that, you know, Yoda has entrusted Gideon to protect the child, the baby, but but there, he's kind of talking about Luke and them, right? I mean, Yoda is essentially like, well, don't worry. There's, there's other we have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, another one, the emperor briefly mentioned, like, so here I'll, I'll just read the whole, the whole kind of, uh, initial caption. So Moff Gideon says the emperor knows of the child. He wants to see me. Yoda says alternative plan the child is. So essentially saying like don't don't worry like if something has to happen to him like we have another plan outside of the child. Um Gideon says yes, he wants to see the database. I've listed that child as being on a quiet dust dump. Yeah, so yeah, that is Luke. Yeah, that's Luke. So he's going in and saying like, okay, so. And this database is probably for sensitive children. And then Yoda comes back and says, assets there, we are already protecting. So that's referencing Obi-Wan. He's, Don't worry, yeah. Obi-Wan's yeah. there protecting him. And then Gideon says, the boy, another, the, brief, the Emperor briefly mentioned, I have no information on him. Now, this is where it gets confusing to me. The boy another the emperor briefly mentioned i have no information on him so this is this one is where i kind of get a little lost i don't know i I just
0: saw that as gideon basically affirming that yoda was talking about the boy
1: yeah okay okay i okay i follow and then yoda says artifacts i have so it's a very interesting and then like essentially saying artifacts i have giving him yeah so the the shot
0: is Essentially, Gideon and Yoda's hovel on Dagobah. Yep. And they're in leagues together. It's almost like Gideon's playing a, a mole.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I I like, I don't know. Obviously, this is very unlikely that this will play out in The Mandalorian, but I mean, like... That'd the, be fucking wild. I mean, if be. it did, someone better give figure-fucking-hertz some cash. Yeah, because that would just be straight ripped from this whole scenario. Yeah. But it's just like... I, I would fucking sue Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the shot itself is very well executed. Like you were saying, you have you know, Moff Gideon sitting down cross-legged in front of Yoda's on Dagobah Yoda sitting there kind of grasping his shoulder and then also has a chest in front of him which i'm assuming is where he got the dark saber to, to gift to gideon but again like the concepting the thought required to to create a shot like this and to really build not even just do a a photograph like a simple piece of art to like put an entire scenario a story behind just one image was really cool, and I know that there's been other photographers who kind of you know put little captions that tell stories to their to their I'll images. I'll tell you
0: one that just kills it. I, I sometimes share their weekly comic in in our story, but the Imperial Grunt.
1: I think I've see yeah, I've seen that in our story. Like
0: just great photography, but they literally build comic panels, and then I think he has someone. Uh, write them out, and then they kind of use an animated filter on on the images. But it's great stuff. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, that rounds out the, the the top five for this week. So at Figure Hertz, it was just really cool concept, really cool execution here as well. And just for a heads up for those of you who are tracking the likes on it, so I I put out our top five post on Monday, which is yesterday. For those of you who are you know not recording with us so everybody so we record on tuesdays on monday the arts of j shot had 1600 likes on tuesday the day that we're recording it has oh, 2500 yeah. so that likes. things hit
0: like the the ig like highway at this point oh
1: yeah and like it's right now the embed shows it as having 2505 if i actually go to our feed and finally, I saw it's almost twenty seven hundred. I, yeah. I just hope <laughs> it's crazy. I hope
0: Arsa J is feeling some of the rush of this.
1: Yeah, somehow. Yeah, it's so I, I really do hope that that some of you guys who like the image go like the artist. Right. Well, uh, I mean, that's stand. for every. And I teach
0: I teach this in my college HTML course, but and I do truly believe it. I could probably write a paper on it, but when humans get online, they devolve. Yes. So I do think a lot of people just fucking look at the picture, look at us, and they're like, "Hey, whatever." They don't manage to get get to the very first fucking thing, which is his tag, and I don't know. It's it sucks, but it's just people are fucking lazy. Yeah, and, and when you look, get online, you just get lazy. We all do.
1: Yeah, and and look, you know when when I found the post to to feature, I went to Arts of Jay's page, and he was around like three oh nine likes. And now I'm looking at he's at 395. And I'm not saying that any or all of that came from us. Zero could have come from us. But it's nice to see that within a day, he's picked up, you know, 90 plus likes or around 90 likes on yeah, his actual, or 90 followers on his actual page. So in the end, um, we're
0: here to spread, spread the word for everybody. I mean, obviously the Star Wars gospel first and foremost, but uh, when we re rebranded as Star Wars time we kind of made a conscious decision we were going to do it with the Star Wars fan artist community and we stuck to it we're here to whip whip all of you just like you whip us i mean i've been loving what we've been seeing you know in particular instagram that that's our bread and butter we're not, we're not going to hide that i mean in the end who gives a shit about the facebooks and the twitters and all that happy horse shit ig's where it's at but that, that interaction, man, that, that's what keeps us driving. So that's why we need you to do the Star Wars Time dance with us. It is. It's that time. There's always time for Star Wars Time, right? And you know what we do during the dance? We talk about StarWarsTime.net and how you have to go there and tell your friends and your friends' friends and your friends' friends' friends and your friends' 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 dog. We're at that level now. Let's start really bumping this out. January was great. It was good for us. Nick and I need this type of shit. We need that type of encouragement, feedback through numbers, feedback through listens. We now feel like we have some sort of an audience that isn't just a few guys or uh, you know, mouth breathers hanging out in their mother's basement. And if you are and you love us, we love you too. But maybe you should move out. Share it. Spread the word. We need it. It's working. The organic movement is working for Star Wars time. We're talking upwards of 400 individuals or more listening to one episode. Think about that. Those of you that have been here since day one, think about that. Yes, Nick and I, we have a lot to do with that. We are great. We are awesome. But so do you. If it wasn't for you people out there talking about it or promoting shit in your stories, who knows where we'd be? So I'm being serious, StarWarsTime.net. If you need to tell people, that's the easiest thing you can tell them. Because if they go there, they can find all the the subscribe to podcast links. We're on every damn platform now. Like I said, we're on Pandora, iHeartRadio. I mean, does iHeartRadio even exist anymore? Does anyone even listen to radio stations? But we're on it. That's the point. And the easiest way to get there, StarWarsTime.net. You can also find the YouTube channel in case you like listening and watching the show. And like I said, once Nick gets his happy ass into his house, we're probably going to start incorporating a little more video. You can see us now. You can see our fat faces being dumb as we talk. Me sitting there picking my ass as I'm on a tangent about something that has nothing to do with the topic we are currently discussing. But that's what we do on the Star Wars Time Show. So if you're a first-time listener, hopefully you enjoyed it. If you're a long-time listener, fuck you. In the best possible way. I mean it, in the best possible way. Because we love you assholes. There's always time for Star Wars Time. And don't forget, if you listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force will be with you. Always. (laughs)